When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On 9-11, our nation made a commitment to never forget. Since then, it's been the Tunnel to Towers Foundation honoring those words with action. So many people gave their lives while saving others on 9-11. Tunnel to Towers carries forward that legacy of courage and heroism by honoring our country's military and first responder heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. I don't care if y'all are listening to this on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Whenever y'all are choosing to listen to this southern country raggedy ass voice, I don't care. I just hope y'all are having a good day, okay? I hope y'all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Look, if you were anything like me, you went from one location, ate up all their food, went to another location, ate up all their food, went to a third location, ate up all their food. You know, you did a lot of eating, okay? If you were like me, you were with your cousins, y'all got a little tipsy, y'all did a little uh, butterflying or a little bit of tootsie rolling. I don't know which one y'all did. Maybe y'all were cranking that soldier boy because your ass is old and that's the only dance y'all remember. Oh, no, I don't even care. You know why? Because I've got such a great episode for you guys today. Voice messages are back, okay? I've been having like guests on so often now that I've been neglecting voice messages. Luckily, y'all still send them to me and I love y'all for that. Not only are voice messages back, y'all, I'm going to give y'all Joe Gunn. Joe Gunn is amazing. He's your favorite Instagram account. I call him Instagram funny. Instagram's funniest guy. Like, he just cracks me the hell up. I can't wait for y'all to hear this conversation. It's your weekly unscripted episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it.
That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island? Or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. guys okay so y'all know how this usually works usually i will put the voice messages throughout the episode because normally it's just my ass rambling and scrambling talking about whatever the hell i want to talk about but you know lately i've been bringing people on i've been having a great time we've been doing these reunion series you know first we did beverly hills and now we're right into potomac you know it's been a lot of good series so instead i'm gonna give y'all a couple of my favorite voice messages that i've received recently and I'm going to give them to you before the episode with Joe Gunn, or I guess the section with Joe Gunn. I'm going to give you all that uninterrupted. So let me kick it off with Francisco had a comment about Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which I hope all of y'all are watching. Oh my God, episode five dropped on Thanksgiving. And when I tell you it was one of the best episodes of Housewives single-handedly, Oh my God, it was so good. I can't wait to go to sleep and wake up and watch it all over again. I ain't got to work till Monday. Shit, fuck that job. Anyway, here's Francisco. He has a couple of thoughts about Cynthia and Kenya specifically and like how their relationship has been developing. Sorry, I almost crashed. I'm driving. Um, I'm listening to the episode that you released today. Um, and you guys are talking about Potomac. I believe her name is Stephanie. Sunshine Grams on Instagram. Um, and I'm here to defend Cynthia because I... And also, I share my Zodiac sign with Cynthia, and I've definitely been Cynthia time and time and time and time again. I feel that when I'm in a new situation or a new environment with people I don't know, and there's only one person that I do know, I would hope to God that that one person that I do know would have my back or at least talk to me or at least do something with me if I ever feel uncomfortable, which in this case was Kenya. But Kenya doesn't give a fuck about anybody who is not Kenya. And obviously Brooklyn. That's like, but I mean, in terms of like the ladies and I feel like, I feel that Cynthia has given more into the relationship with Kenya than Kenya has given to Cynthia. And now it is more apparent to Cynthia that it is not reciprocated. And I feel that it kind of is like, I always think about, um, Wendy when she's like, I, um, hold on, give me one second. I think about the time when Wendy was like, I see you for everything that everyone told me when they were in um, that one trip when um, when they go to Virginia and Ashley comes and stirs a pot and leaves. Um, I feel very similar um, to that. And I've definitely been a Cynthia where I go somewhere, I don't know anyone, I only know one person and that one person ignores me. And it fucking sucks. And I think that that's what Cynthia was feeling and I don't blame her. But at the end of the day, I feel that Kenya has had such a hard personal life that I think that Cynthia really feels that she really can't, like, be mad at her or peg this on her, in a sense. So that's why she was 
having misdirected anger towards Kyle because she was like, I can't really be mad at Kenya, but I can be mad at you because at the end of the day, like, Kyle, like, you're fucking stupid. Like, one last thing about Ultimate Girls Trip. I hate the editing. I hate, 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 hate everything about it. I feel like it looks very low budget, as Mia would say. I don't like that, like, the transitions where you see one girl getting ready and then she freezes and then in another little square you see another girl getting ready and then that freezes like it i feel like it's just very i don't like it the only part i do like is the housewives after dark scenes i think those are really cute it gives me like i don't know it gives me like <sighs> girls going wild but not necessarily and I enjoy that. I like the neon signs of it, but I don't like the editing about, like, in regards to everything else. Oh, my God. I didn't want to edit that voice message too much. Francisco was fighting for his life <laughs> sending in that voice message, and I love it. I Listen, y'all go to links for me. I'm going to go to the links for y'all, damn it, okay? I absolutely, you know what? I think he might have brought me over to his side. I kind of get that. Cynthia, it feels like she's really... You know, everybody likes Cynthia. Who doesn't like Cynthia? And it kind of feels like Kenya is really like having her moment now. Now she's the popular girl. And it kind of feels like, ooh, I don't want to say it's bittersweet, but it's like Cynthia's kind of being on the end that Kenya's been on all this time. Everyone's kind of saying, oh, you know, well, oh, God, Cynthia, she's, you know, she takes everything to heart and she can't take a joke and she reacts to everything. And, you know, so it seems like they really kind of, I don't know, it's Freaky Friday, maybe, but it's Freaky Rug, Rugged, Rugged, whatever the hell this damn hashtag is for this show, child. Anyway, next I'm going to throw it over to my boy JV. Now, look, y'all know JV always comes in with some good topics, so I'm going to give it to JV. He's going to talk to y'all a little bit about some of the stuff going on at this Potomac reunion so far. Y'all are going to love it. Oh, JV. Okay. I was going to let these ladies live, but if I have to hear one more time about a wick, about a candle, I'm about to go out and get some supplies and start making some 20 wick candles, you know, because obviously this market is not saturated enough. And I just got one question. Why was a scholar there? They had her on there for literally 10 minutes. I mean... She was there for every trip and every showdown and hoedown and all the lowdown. Why was she there for 10 minutes? She brought printouts and everything, had a dress made, giving all the people all the shoulder. How dreadful. And while I think Candace is a great housewife, Candace is ready to burn the house down with every argument, every fight. And that is totally fine. React how you're going to react. Defend yourself. You can't tell somebody how mad to get when you do them wrong. If you open the door, I'm going to walk through it like a gazelle. However, when you're in a situation and you're going there with somebody and it starts to get hostile, it only goes up from there. I don't care about her saying your mama. I don't care about any any of the the verbal things that she says when they were at in that kitchen and she throws salad at someone who's walking away we're going up now we're climbing up 
And then she's tossed like whatever centerpieces on the counter. At that juncture, when you're tossing things, when things are knocking over, it's going up. Things are going up from there. It echoes the sentiment of you didn't learn your lesson from last year. Not you deserve to get your butt whooped, even though I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that. But when you see a situation going up to a place where it could get hostile and physical at that juncture, a responsible adult knows how to remove themselves. It doesn't matter who started the argument. It doesn't matter where the root of it was from. When you're in it and you're both engaging, it is both your responsibility to walk away. And in that moment, Candace did not walk away. Even though Candace had been through this last year, I went through that last year, but you kept going. You kept pushing the bar up. Karen was trying to give Candace a little uh, friendly note like, you're not going to have to worry about anybody messing with you because people are just going to tune you out eventually. Which if every time you get into a disagreement with somebody, it goes here. I'm sorry. It... What's going to happen? Candace, I don't even think Candace is like the best reader or whatever. Candace is just childish. She resorts to the dirtiest thing that you can say. Candace is like, Candace is, she's a typical Napoleon. You know, they, they have to assert their authority because they know they're the smallest in the yard. So they have to knock the bully in the head, like give, give to him good. To prove you can't mess with me. It's just like what Wendy said. Your gutter is their hell. Yeah. Your meter is different from everyone else. So now that you know that. Now that it's been made abundantly clear. And you don't care. I mean. You can't be mad. When somebody decides. They don't want to mess with you at all. And other people decide. That they don't want to mess with you. Even though maybe they didn't get into an argument with you. But how am I going to know that you're not going to do the same thing to me? It's the same thing as what happened with Monique. You know, just because you didn't pop off on me, who knows what you're going to do if you get into it with me next year or next month. We get into an argument and you pop off on me for no reason. So hopefully she uh, can calm it down. This whole we're just doing our job thing. At a certain point, y'all are still people. Y'all over here cutting each other like junkyard dogs. I'm always like so interested to hear people's like opinions about Candace. He approached that from a very like a a perspective that you don't hear from the fans too often. He came from it as like you know I'm I don't think you should get your ass beat because like no one should. But let's try this a different way, and I respect that because you know I've been team Candace for. I don't know, for the entire time. Now, look, y'all know I, I love me some Candace, okay? I feel like she came in, and then the Potomac cast got kind of just perfect. It was it did what it needed to do from that point on. I'm just saying, be mad. Don't don't be mad at me. Be mad at uh, the casting gods. I don't know what to tell y'all. I got one more voice message I'm going to let y'all hear, and then I'm going to throw it over to, you know, I like to do a little uh, self-promotion. So I throw it over to a little self-promotion, and then I'm giving y'all the entire conversation with Joe Gunn. Oh, and it's a good, dense, meaty conversation. Get y'all that conversation 
uninterrupted, okay? I'm going to throw it over to my girl. Look, y'all know she low-key, okay? Y'all will recognize the voice. She's, uh, you know, she's not written in, but she's voiced in <laughs> before. And, you know, she likes to remain anonymous, okay? So I'm going to throw it over to her. We call her Crazy Lady B from Instagram, I'm going to throw it over to her. She had some interesting comments. Uh, JV did actually too, but I figured since I was going to play hers, I'm going to let her talk about the colorism topic that came up on maybe part two of the Potomac reunion. I think me and Stephanie touched on it on that episode. So I'm going to give y'all this episode. I mean, I'm going to give y'all this voice message and try to like, Think about the word colorism. She brought up specifically what I loved about her uh, note about colorism. She brought up basketball wives. And if y'all remember back in the back, I tried so hard to cover this previous season of basketball wives. But then I was like, "Mm -mm." see the fans that are watching the cast members on the show. It didn't seem like anyone had the bandwidth to like have this conversation properly. And I was like, "Uh -uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to contribute to the what I almost utter grossness that was going on. So anyway, I'm taking her thunder. I'm throwing it over to Crazy Lady B. Tell them what you got. My God, Kendrick, I gotta, I have a key, low key or whatever. So hopefully you watched last night episode of Potomac. I know you did. If you didn't, stop right now. Watch or whatever. I really want to touch about this colorism comments. I feel colorism is getting used a little too loosely for my liking. And people always want to talk about colorism. And they don't even know what colorism actually is. You know what I'm saying? Personally, and I'm a darker tone woman. Okay, before C hair. Ashley, you talking about your hair dry. <laughs> I didn't take that as like colorism, right? A definitely hint of a little racial jab. I didn't take it as that, you know. When you start talking about nappy headed hoes, you know what I'm saying? Then we got a, a a problem. But like, I feel like there might be hints of maybe colorism or colorist comment so to speak but to say these women are full-blown colorism like is going on on that cast i purposefully do not believe it and my thing is that because colorism is deep right it goes furthermore than a light skin versus dark skin type of thing right it's just so much deeper than that and my thing is is that we blatantly see colorism in other shows right Basketball-wise, when the incident first happened between OG and Evelyn, that was definitely, like, colorism, right? No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, would I say that, like, she's automatically a colorist, Evelyn? Not necessarily, because she probably didn't know she was acting in that manner, right? In the sense of, we're so desensitized to certain things, or we don't even know how we can be, like, offensive to people. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't do the work and have the full understanding, right? So there's a lot of unlearning and relearning to do. You know what I'm saying? And I understand how um, Wendy and Candace feel. I can say, like, especially with me, you know, being a black woman, I feel like sometimes also 
in general, you know, we get the stereotype of being aggressive and all these things. And I think sometimes that, you know, when we are in spaces, I'm not saying we, I'm not, not, I, I can't like find like a proper word, not act out, but I would say like, for example, with Wendy and Candace, they have very strong personalities that really stand out in the show. And this is just me playing devil's advocate, right? That because of how they have to be in society, right? They have, they do this in this group as well. And they kind of really have to do this in this group because it seems like, you know, they can get very one-sided and they be letting shit slide. You know what I mean? So them probably doing that, right? Can be like, I guess, with the other ladies, oh my God, you're being so aggressive. Oh my God, you're being that. And it's not that they're being aggressive. It's just that this is how they have to show up. You know what I'm saying? For themselves, at least. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um, Just like in general, and especially even in spaces with the cast where you have a whole bunch of folks it's you know who are pretty much biracial right um and i say that in the sense of actually being literally biracial karen giselle and robin are figuratively biracial right <laughs> let's keep it 100 i ain't gonna say the other word you know they're figuratively biracial you know what i'm saying and and even feature wise can if they really want to could have can pass for white they feeling like they have to you know what i'm saying and they have to hold themselves like you know what i'm saying have to speak up more and defend themselves a little more you know and i think that could happen and of course it would result to the other woman calling them aggressive when it's not them necessarily being they're not being aggressive they're just it's just a survival tactic for them. And I think people need to realize that. And I think that's where they come from in the sense of the privilege when Candace said, oh, that's your privilege saying that you can't see colorism here. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's not so much colorism. It's also just resonating the experience of being a black woman and having to be on this stage. And granted, everyone ancestrally may are black, right? But we they all hold a different privilege. Karen, Giselle, Mia, I don't know her daddy in the in the in the pics look Latino. Um, but we she don't got a champagne glass, right? I don't be seeing her in the intro. Um but with Karen, Giselle, and Robin, they're figuratively biracial, right? We all know them, they take an ancestry chest, that shit coming out fifty percent white. Robin did it and that's how it it came out. You know what I'm saying? all these there's layers to this and there's factors i think we're using the word colorism because that's what we know but i think it's way Mm -hmm. deeper than that again yet another point that i love i love how she ended that and said that it feels like sometimes we use terms that i don't know not comfortable to us but ones that we know to like describe a lot of stuff that we're seeing on TV when it might be a lot more, as Stephanie said last week, a lot more nuanced than we're willing to go. The colorism topic will always be there in Potomac, mostly because, I mean, Atlanta, for the most part, they're all of a particular shade. So I feel like the conversation has never come up there much. Now, Potomac looks, I don't know. Sharice was there though. She wasn't exactly 
darker skinned, but she wasn't, you know, Robin Giselle's complexion or Ashley Darby or Karen Huger. But it never came up then, but I feel like now that Candace and Wendy specifically are there, and both of them we know have the, uh, oof, I don't want to say intelligence level, have the, I don't know, have the depth to have that conversation. Now that they're there, I think it's coming up a lot more, but maybe it is a little more nuanced than we thought. Y'all. I'm going to throw it over to a little bit of self-promotion. You know, I you know I always do my little self-promotion before I give y'all the episode. Then I'm going to give y'all Joe Gunn, uninterrupted. We talk about everything from Real Housewives, uh, Ultimate Girls Trip. We talk about the Jen Shaw of it all, Mary Cosby and her quote-unquote cult. We get into all of the things of Potomac. We don't even just talk about this reunion. We just talk about everything in general. And you know we got to give y'all some fashion, okay? So let me throw it over to this little self-promotion and then enjoy. Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes, guess what? I'm on Buy Me A Coffee, or in my case, Buy Me A Beer, okay? Go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics2, the number two this time. Yeah, they said it was too long, yada, 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 whatever. Listen, I work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the Instagram account, to do the polls, the stories, the uh, 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 everything else in between. Any support that you guys give me, I always appreciate. So if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh, ratings and reviews, then just buy me a coffee. I love you for it. Mwah! Hello, everybody. I'm back. And if you've already looked at the title of this episode, then you know I have an amazing guest with me today. This is so fun. This is like all of your favorite Instagram account. Like whenever you need a laugh, you go to one of his accounts and you just crack up until you finally fall asleep for the day. Okay. I have with me none one other than my friend from all the way across the pond. I'm over here uh, in in small town memphis tennessee i don't know if it's small town but small town memphis tennessee he's all the way checking in from the uk y'all i have joe gunn with me joe how are you doing i am really good thank you kendrick so good to meet you finally we've i been, know <laughs> we've been online friends for a minute i i love your posts they make me laugh so much and i don't you put you come out, we just churn them out so many in like, <laughs> 10, 10 slider posts. And I'm just like, I am so bare minimum with my content. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will log on once every six weeks and post something, <laughs> but you are just constantly churning it out. And I'm and you know, on top of you know, having a full-time job as well. Like it's it's oh. just a lot of work and your podcast. Yeah, I've actually been subscribed to your podcast for a minute as well. Oh it wow. Like this is fake fan, fake friend. It wasn't until I was invited <laughs> on. I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's have a listen. <laughs> listen, I, I'm just glad you were subscribed. Okay. It helps the numbers. That's all that matters. Listen, I've given you the reviews. I yes. <laughs> the your episode with Stephanie, she is hilarious. And you two <laughs> both just hearing you talk, it was just such a treat. And then um, our mutual friends, Kaya and Aaron. Um, yes from Bob Bravo Well Black I listened to that episode today and so I am a fan you now have a loyal listener to oh. reality and comics too and it's so funny that um you reached out 
um, <laughs> to me to um, come on the podcast because I've recently been getting into Marvel. I know we're not talking about Marvel today. No, no we can talk about anything if you want. <laughs> <laughs> because I was sort of at a loose end for content to sort of put on, you know, how I always mm. need something on to right. quiet the voices in my head. <laughs> right. so, and I was like, hang on, my old flatmate who hasn't lived with me for like six months is still mm-hmm. signed into Disney Plus. <laughs> so oh, you're trucking I was like, along, let's man. see what's going on. <laughs> so what I did is I'm on a tangent, but I need to get it out. I first did um the Scarlett Johansson one where she, she was she was cast in, in a role that isn't even her race or something but I was, I was like I Rachel Weiss was in it but I really I just wanted to see what was going on yes. and now I'm doing um there's a really useful tab on Disney plus that says Marvel in chronological order mm-hmm. so I started with um what was it Captain America, mm-hmm. Captain America? yeah yep. so I started with that and then I did Captain Marvel and yeah so I'm I just just wanted you to know that I'm dipping my toe I'm dabbling I, I, whenever somebody tells me that it just brings joy to my heart, I love hearing <laughs> that. I want you to keep, keep trucking along. Just don't tell her you're logged in. Just, you know, just be a, a shadow, you know, account mate and just watch all the movies go through them. So you can start watching like all the new stuff because they're, they're cranking out content like crazy. It's like, if you're behind, it's hard to get caught up, God, but it's a fun binge. So I'm yes, glad you're I'm, I'm, a marvel local you know i could people accuse me of gatekeeping housewives um (laughs) even though as we'll get into i'm not actually a day one which some people are i guess surprised about but it's my truth um but i'm still i'm still i've been watching for a lot longer than some of these netflix locals and i (laughs) i i I get a bit um protective over it and i sort of shut down when someone tries to talk to me about it when they're just on beverly hills season one oh god right (laughs) Um, i i i appreciate you not sort of doing the same with me and being um, no uh, understanding that I'm late to the game. Hey, listen, growing up, we watched the Spider-Mans. We were, yes. and this is back in the, this, this, this will age me. This is back with the Tobey Maguire and um, what's her name play, who played Mary Jane? Kirsten um, Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was the ones I was watching. And um, so, nice. yeah, but now I'm sort of taking it more seriously and yeah, I've got a ways to go, but thank you. <laughs> there you go. I, he Supposedly he's going to be in a new Spider-Man movie. So if he's not, then it's going to be a huge letdown because they've been like, they've been like hyping this movie up. So we're just all hoping that it, you know, builds expectations and we're comes out next month, Tom Holland, Zendaya, all we know is supposed to be amazing, but we'll see. No way home. Am I right? Mm-hmm. No, way, no home. way home. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> oh my God. First of all, I love hearing that. And secondly, I'm I do I'm like not a gatekeeper at all to Bravo until it gets to the point where like people are trying to like use old stuff, what they consider old stuff against someone now and like not giving them a ben- like a chance or something and so like I get protective sometime of people and they're like oh well, you remember uh when she did this and I'm like oh well you don't remember when that cast member did that to her and so I'm like I get combative sometime and then I'm like okay it's time to step away because I, I shouldn't be fighting with random strangers on the internet so I'm not gonna and do that's that called self-care at the end <laughs> there we the go <laughs> there we go just like this Sarave I'm putting on it's okay yes <laughs> okay so I wanted you, I wanted people like to get a kind of a, uh, a feel for you first. Cause like they know the account, but 
you're like you're not one of the accounts that like has your face like splashed all over it you know everyone is like promoting all their products and like all kind of stuff so i wanted them to kind of like get a feel for you and the guy behind the account so like tell them like i guess like about you like your upbringing life in the uk because most of my i do have international listeners which thank god praise everyone i'm so glad y'all are listening but uh you know everyone most of my fan base or not fan base my listenership is in America. So like, I love to hear about like growing up and like what got you in the Bravo, what was your gateway and just all of the things. Tell me everything. First of all, hey, Kendrick, own it. You've got fans. I'm a fan. <laughs> well, thank you. Let's, let's, let's call them what they are. They're fans. And we need to think of a oh. name. <laughs> oh. Superheroes? I, I don't know. My, my superheroes. <laughs> Look, they work in title. We'll get, we'll figure something out. And we're going to come back to y'all. And we're going to unofficially announce what my listenership is <laughs> it's so funny you say that I'm not like I don't have my face out there because for someone who's my account my the picture on my account is my literal face mm-hmm. <laughs> my sunglasses and right. probably about 10 filters <laughs> uh, no I don't I, I I'm too self-conscious I I do mm-hmm. go live very occasionally but mm-hmm. when I've had a few wines so that's the best time so i don't i don't blame pandemic you. the beginning of the pandemic when it was just like live 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 all on yes. the top um i was one of those because it was literally on my 30th birthday that it all shut down and i just i i, I went to get to do my essential supermarket shopping i got champagne and i just sat in front of my live and i just went hey you're my friend yes let's talk about this <laughs> oh um, that's awesome i think we're actually like months apart then i'm turned 30 Ooh, maybe 2019? What? I don't even know how old I am. Yeah, I think I turned 32 September 2019. Oh, we so just we're, turned... the, we're the same age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That makes me feel good. I always feel like I'm like aging out of everything, but I'm trying, I'm like, I'm like that one person that's like clinging to their youth. So it's all Listen, right. <laughs> I, I'm very proud of my age and I embrace getting older. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to be in my prime Uh physically financially until (laughs) well into my 50s so yes you know that's kind of why I love these housewives shows because it's like the best is yet to come yes depending (laughs) how you look at it could be the worst is yet to come you know (laughs) but um uh but yeah I feel like as long as we're doing our skincare Mm-hmm. Um, we've already established that we're both into our skincare. Yes. <laughs> um, and we're just, you know, yeah, applying our sunscreen, taking care of ourselves. Just let's grow all gracefully and yes. listen. I, when in doubt, just look at the cast of Vanderpump Rules. And I just always feel like Ooh. I'm... Um, <laughs> like I'm older than them (laughs) but but they're like a lot older than me anyway I've got to stop going on tangents because this episode will be three hours long we love a tangent it's okay (laughs) (laughs) uh so about me uh yeah so I'm I live in Bristol in England and so when did I get into Housewives so this I always say it's kind of like my um you know how Gaga has that there could be a hundred people in the room and only 99 and 99 people <laughs> believe in me. So I've yeah. like I've done I've done my round on the podcast circuit. So this yes. question comes up, but it's just funny. Like these are these are new people I'm speaking to, but it's mm-hmm. funny people that might be following me who would just hear this same story. But I was <laughs> um I was in a corporate job um in my like my mid-20s. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you just need content when you're there crunching numbers you just need something to keep you sane you know yeah and um, <laughs> I always say 
back in 2004, um, I was watching Desperate Housewives and I loved it, followed that through to the end, you know mm-hmm. I did. And um, and then I guess a couple of years later, OC came out and I sort of, it was always sort of in my periphery. It was like over there, okay, okay I see what they're doing. And mm-hmm. I always kind of felt a bit like, okay, you're you're taking Desperate Housewives and you're just, it just felt a bit lazy to me. I don't know. Yeah. It just felt a bit like, let's put cameras up and sort of make a, a reality show. It always felt a bit um, like a cheap knockoff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really appreciate the, um, the significance that it would yet that it would have in my life like 10 years later um this this franchise um so w- what do I do I, I cut to I'm in my corporate job um and I guess I'm finding podcasts and I stumble on some podcasts some recap podcasts you know mm-hmm. um and in particular on YouTube actually Leslie Grossman who I love we all love in in the mm-hmm. Broadway community yes um, yes yes <laughs> She and her friend Ed Hansen had a YouTube series called Hot Goss. They would literally just, just like we're doing now, they would just come and um, set up the camera and just talk about, recap the shows. Mm-hmm. And I would actually listen to the recaps of these Housewives shows before I'd even watch them. And I don't know, I found it quite comforting to almost be told the stories um, yes. amongst people who watch it and are fans of it and was debating it. Um, and not least because it wasn't readily available to us in the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, this was before Hey You. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hey you, for, for those who don't know what Hey You is, it's essentially, I guess, it's Netflix, but just for reality TV, mostly mm-hmm. NBC Universal shows. Um, but it's got Love and Hip Hop on there. And, and it's got, I adore are you a hey big, you. I'm about to, Are you a big Love and Hip Hop fan? I I am. No, let's I am. Yeah. Um again, Ooh. late to the game, but I am That's uh, okay. You you got to the game. That's all that matters. Yeah, I started with Atlanta. I don't know if that was right or Perfect. wrong. Perfect. <laughs> but, but I did. Um yeah, Kaya and Aaron really support my journey through love and hip hop. <laughs> um and I think I've got one more season to go until I'm caught up. Oh. Um so yeah, I'm I'm I took a break because I did like it was overload all at once. Yes, it can be it can be super like tiring because here for a while, like up until like the pandemic, obviously love and hip hop like was like Monday night TV. So there was always a city on like at eight o'clock, no matter what. So like you'd come home, it was either Atlanta, New York, Miami or Hollywood all year long. So after a while, it's like, okay, I need a break from this because it's literally same storylines, different cities sometimes. But then it's like comfort food. You get right back into it. Like you catch an old episode and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm back in. I'm, I'm getting back in next week. I'm watching. I don't care if Stevie J and Jocelyn are still together, man. I don't even care. I'm just, I'm jumping back in right now. <laughs> I get it. So I get it. No, it's kind of like, it, it's, it's got the below deck syndrome kind of. Yes. Below deck is now on all year round. Yes. Obviously you could say that with housewives. There's always a housewife on, mm-hmm. but Below Deck is literally the same format. So, yes. so that's why I never got into um, Mediterranean because Mediterranean always, the season always starts when I'm at my Below Deck burnout. So yeah. I've just done Below Deck, I've just done sailing and I'm like, nah. Like, like no, I, no more. <laughs> I, listen, I'm seasick. I can't do this. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of love and hip hop. I've got the amount of, iPhone storage that I pay for just have all these clips that I've got and um I send most of them to Ira my our friend Ira Madison the third um mm-hmm. 
we we just love it and i uh, we're always exchanging clips of like the carly reds and oh um, of course jocelyn and oh my my favorite atlanta like clip machine was k michelle like I, you couldn't beat her for me like everything out of her mouth was and plus she's from the city where i'm from so like i no was just like yo yeah like when literally Memphis. just a couple of years mm-hmm. yeah it was amazing so like everything she said it was it was just country enough and it was just ridiculous enough to like hit right home i'm like oh my god that is memphis all day long and i love it <laughs> bag lady yeah she's a prune get her oh. husband out, out the, the room, room. <laughs> out, out the room, the room. <laughs> yeah classic play it at my funeral yes <laughs> Oh my God, um, I love that. <laughs> so Ramble, ultimately, um, I ended up just saying, you know what, enough with these podcasts. I'm going to still listen to them, but I need to see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, I remember the first episode I actually got and sat down and watched and um, I managed to, you know, torrent or whatever I did, VPN, whatever, mm-hmm. was um, <laughs> Tamra's baptism. So I feel, I feel like that was uh, season... 11 season 10 um and I just remember wow their voices are so much higher than I imagined (laughs) I just feel like these women I just picture them like in their 50s or whatever but then suddenly you're in OC and they're like yes hooked and then so I guess it was like a year or so of me finding my ways of getting these episodes and then hey you comes along and is just solves all my problems and is just a dream and so it's just the acts the access that that has the international implications that that has and then (laughs) I love it I start just doing some uh screen recordings and putting some clips together and making memes and Mm -hmm. it's all very embarrassing but I I ended up creating a sort of community through Instagram and it's so much fun I I I love it you it's I you're you kind of downplaying yourself right now because you have like amassed a huge following which is hard to do on social media like when you're actually like you know it's one thing to be on Instagram naked you know all day long you're going to get followers then but like people that are actually like taking the time to like create content like to make people laugh or what it's hard to build that following and you have amassed like a nice size following so kudos to you obviously you're hilarious to just more than me (laughs) listen that's very sweet and I yeah not for nothing like I don't um I don't not appreciate it it's 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 bonkers you know Mm -hmm. it's um uh, but it kind of scares me so I know like it's compared to you know this isn't Kylie Jenner you know but but I that's why I have this not to promote myself I have this like offshoot spin-off account where mm. I feel more relaxed yes. <laughs> because, because then I know it's people who who want it they've literally jumped ship and they they want more and mm. they're they're here for the the more niche um the more stupid <laughs> um, the more ignorant as you say on yes. the, on the <laughs> um so I'm, I'm definitely more at ease on um at Joe Gun TV there you go <laughs> I literally like I just whichever one I find I like message you on there first I'm like I don't even think about which one I'm like when we were setting this up I was going back and forth between the two I'm like it's whatever it's he'll find it exactly <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh so like I guess Bravo who we all kind of like one of the biggest battles of course that we fight on a, a somewhat regularly basis 
is who we think our goats of Bravo are. It doesn't even have to be just Housewives, but like when you think Bravo, like who are some people that come to mind for you? Like it doesn't even have to be like the classic answers that everyone gives. Just like who kind of like when you came to Bravo, you stuck there because they're on the channel and you can't get enough of them. Do you have anybody in mind? That's a really good question. Like I know Nini is a big popular one. Like Nini, of course, for me was uh, an early, early like adapter in the genre for me. So love Nini. Like uh, Atlanta Housewives has a lot of my favorites. So they went through like segments where like Nini, of course, was first. Then when Phaedra came along, I was obsessed with Phaedra. Uh, then when like the the Kenya Moore Portia years came along, that was the feud I was obsessed with forever. Both of them are just like two of the funniest people ever. So it goes in phases, but like I've been like they're always obsessing and i don't know if you watch the marriage of medicines but uh yes okay there we go i i've always been the biggest mariah fan i've always thought mariah was one of the funniest people on bravo and heavenly as country as she is she's hilarious too and i'll even give it to quad quad makes me laugh a lot more than i ever want to but i don't know some about some about those georgia peaches really does it for me Maybe it's because I'm Southern. I might be a little biased. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say Phaedra is up there because she Mm -hmm. really hooked me in with the, with the pregnancy and and sort of lying about the, how long she'd been pregnant and just why, why would you do that? And it's obviously because it was a shotgun wedding, right? Right. (laughs) With Keeping Mom's up Mom's a pastor, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a PK, preacher's kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, Phaedra made an impact on me. I would be, I think I'm just going to be a basic bitch and say um, Vicky Gumbelson, <laughs> just because she is okay. uh, the OG of the OC. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, listen, is she a monster? Absolutely. Uh-oh. But that's not the point. We're not here for... I I did not sign up for um to see good people. It's okay, you can say it. I, I know what you're things. gonna say. <laughs> right. Um a terrible person, but just so watchable. Um so so funny, just the things she says. And but she's I I would say she's more not in on the joke than she is in on the joke. Mm-hmm. Um so needless to say, I'm looking forward to her um, in uh, in the bark in the Barkshires in in uh, Girls Trip too, you know, in Dorinda's house, Bluestone oh, Manor. That's what I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess Phaedra and again Monster, but Ramona Singer. She's just like no yeah. one I've ever seen before, <laughs> and um, just so watchable and then Karen Huger and again mm-hmm. I'm, I'm my goat list is getting bigger and bigger but I <laughs> I just like people that are just are interesting to me and I could just watch them mm-hmm. doing anything but um yeah so one thing you, you'll learn about me is that I'm really <laughs> I kind of panic about forming an opinion <laughs> right <laughs> so, so I sometimes I just my mouth just says things and I just go with it but um I, I'm giving it my best shot <laughs> I always wonder, like, with that, like, huge following, like, you were talking about earlier, are you afraid of getting canceled one day? <laughs> Do you well, think that's what it is? 
listen, everybody makes mistakes, but <laughs> you just put one foot in front of the other and just, uh, I, right. I, I'd like to think I haven't done or will do anything that's cancelable. No. <laughs> but, um, listen, I think you're good. You're in the clear. You're okay. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. I want to, before we get, obviously, this is the Potomac series that we're doing, you guys. We're talking about the reunion right now. I'll be doing reunion series every time they come along. We'll have a little break between now and when we get Salt Lake Cities. But I want to get your thoughts on some other stuff that we're all watching right now. So, of course, we'll go. We'll start a little light first, and then we'll go a little heavier. So what are your thoughts overall about Ultimate Girls Strip? Have you been watching? Who's sticking out for you? Uh, who would you, would you have replaced anyone? Uh, thoughts on Michael? I want to know everything. Just give me all your thoughts. Just word vomit right now. I like that you put Michael in there because I he's a bit of a he's a bit of a Dorit in that I want to know what that accent is. Yes. He's um, <laughs> kind of, I was when I first saw him lining up the staff and everything, I was like, okay, we're going to get a bit of a Vanderpump Rules vibe here. Like, are we also going to see like the relationships between the staff? I don't know. That right. would be a fun, a fun idea. I'd um, watch this spin off. <laughs> listen, I love it. As Casey <laughs> Wilson would say, it is a breath of fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that brings the fourth wall down is just chill. The best the yes. best <laughs> so good it's like yes the jig is up you know yeah. no more um in new york it's at the reunion no last year it's last season yes <laughs> uh, yeah it's just yeah it's just pure joy watching it and just the way it's shot and these crazy video edits it's like someone's in a mirror and then you zoom into the mirror and then <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, what what a concept, and and really glad it it's happened. And um, obviously, mm-hmm. we as a community have been calling for this for for years now. Right, it seems long happened. overdue. Like long it should have happened a long a time ago. It's kind of crazy, mm. but I'm, I mean, I'm happy we got it though. Yeah, and um, standouts. I I love Teresa anyway. I'm a Teresa fan. Um, I'm a tree hugger too. I'm a tree hugger. And yes. I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit it sometimes because I have to fight about that sometimes. But I, I'm sorry. I don't care. I'm a tree hugger. I'm a tree hugger. I love her. It's her show. It's, yes. It's always going to be her show. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So loved having Teresa there. Um, obviously, Ramona is a monster. and <laughs> uh, But then <clears throat> Kenya just wasn't having any of it, was she? So she oh. quickly put her in her place. Oh, what yes. did she say? You do not, what you're not going to do, you know, yeah. <laughs> 10, 10 minutes into that flight. Yes. Um, Cynthia, I, I feel like you might have even said it, um, made a good point with, um, she wanted to get a moment going with Kyle with that, okay, let's have this be a storyline about yeah. it. So she latched onto it and said okay let's go with this and have this mm-hmm. be the friction and the tension um but it just didn't work work out and um so that was the shame because especially because I love Cynthia and mm-hmm. I was really quite sad to see um that she got fired yeah uh, 10 years man 10 years two weddings it was a full circle circle moment it was one of the 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 more fitting you know firings um, uh, yeah. of, of housewives um 
but it's sort of a shame that she's um, being sort of, um, I can't think the only one I'm thinking of is sourpuss, but I don't know. It's sort yeah. of like, um, <laughs> That's um, appropriate. It's appropriate. <laughs> um, Kyle Richards surprised me in that I'm now a Kyle, Kyle Richards fan. <clears throat> She's become much more likable on this show. Like I really like, so one thing I've grown to appreciate about her on Beverly Hills is that I always appreciate the people that will purposely start the shit so that we can get a scene and go home. Like I appreciate those people. I'm a green eyed bandit fan. Y'all know this. I, I, I like mess. Okay. <laughs> I like the mess. And Kyle has now, I don't know if it's because Lisa Vanderpump's gone or she feels the pressure or what, but she's been keeping up a lot of mess on that show, but it's fun seeing her in a different kind of, element here because we're seeing like party kyle like the the perfect companion to high mauricio i feel so it's it's good seeing her i feel like her and melissa gorga both are a lot more likable on this show than they are on their respective shows to me because right. i'm not a big you know i'm a tree hugger so I, you know melissa I, girl okay <laughs> yeah now listen would i've preferred dolores and have a dolores ramona uh, just uh, bust up yes and yes. Uh, melissa's <laughs> melissa's fine you know she's she's pretty um <laughs> uh, on display each and every day um <laughs> paparazzi calling her name yes uh, but listen i love kenyessa i love that yes. that duo mm-hmm. and um yeah, but no, I was I was taken aback that I'm now a Kyle Richards fan. But um, it's almost like um, I see it now. She's uh, essential to the show, to her, mm-hmm. to Beverly Housewives, and also great fun on Girls Trip. Yeah, and um, I miss Girls Trip. When's the next episode? Because I'm so thrown off now about when they're going to drop them. I'm like, any minute now, it could exactly. <laughs> like no one knows the schedule. We're all just like sitting around, like, okay, is it out yet? Is it out yet? I'll be watching. Yeah. And like, to, uh, we're recording this on uh, a Wednesday, you guys. So tomorrow, when we're recording this, is Thanksgiving. And it's like, okay, are they going to drop an episode on Thanksgiving? Like, are we going to wake up with cranberry sauce and girls trip? Like, what are we doing? I, I have no idea. But if you give it to us, I'll watch it. If you wait till Black Friday, I'll watch it. I don't even care. I just like, give me the next installment. I need this rant, whatever this boat trip that they've been alluding to, like this boat ride where Teresa gets into it with someone, Kenya gets into it with Ramona. And I just need, I need all of that injected into my veins right now, Please. right yeah, now. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's, what are your thoughts about Luann on Ultimate? Because I sometimes forget she's there. Ugh. Maybe just because everyone else is having such a like good outing, I guess. I kind of forget sometimes that she's in the room. I've really enjoyed her here. I've loved, I've enjoyed her throwing Ramona under the bus repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> I loved her just just straight up walking off set and going, I just can't have an, again, the fourth wall um, breaking is just so good. Um, just, she just said, she's just such an asshole. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It, it just goes to show that they're really not friends. Like even last season of um, Roni, when they were trying to make it seem like Ramona and Luann were friends, <laughs> we just weren't buying it. It's just so unnatural. And it's just right. so call sheet Ramona goes to Luann's apartment it's like okay we're doing this um but (laughs) yeah so that's that's fun um (laughs) to see that yeah Um, 
I enjoyed, there was one moment where she was sort of like getting ready in her room and then she walks and but the camera person doesn't walk back and she always walks into the camera. She's like, okay, so what you're going to do is just move back. Um, Yes, that was quintessential Luann. Yeah. And um, (laughs) listen, I think she's doing really well being sober among all, all these all this drinking um, on this trip which i'm sort of oddly proud of her about. yeah <laughs> um it, especially since it, you don't even need alcohol to do a shot out of someone's mouth anymore so i mean hey she's she's paving the way for all of us if we ever want to get sober one day so that's amazing listen yeah <laughs> um yeah, I kind of yeah the flirty vibe with her and um, and Michael mm-hmm. and yeah no I I see her I, I I guess listen I I I feel like I like her because it it kind of harkens back to um, Luann on trips in like St Bart's like don't be mm-hmm. all uncool be cool don't be all uncool and I don't know it's just Luann on a girls trip is just um, I enjoy the, it the cool girl yeah I feel you uh, let's switch over I'm. Peacock, whenever you decide to drop, you know, Girls Trip the next episode, we'll be here to watch it. If you want to send us some screeners, we're also here to watch them, by the way. But, you know, I'm just just throwing it out there. Let's switch over to like the other big hot topic right now, of course, the Jen Shaw of it all. What are your thoughts on this season of Salt Lake City? Just thoughts in general. Well, it's just electrifying, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's uh, true crime and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we've got the Shah Rest. We've got uh, Mary's dodgy church where she's God. And um, <laughs> yeah, I th- there's, it's just giving us so much. And uh, just Meredith, just being Meredith is just, I could watch her all day, you know, mm-hmm. and her, her voice. And she's, she's engaging, especially this week's episode. She is, she is deciding to engage. Oh, my and, God. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful for it. I mean, I, yeah cracking season I mm-hmm. you know I think people think? were I think they were kind of hard on the first kind of half of the season but I think it was because they were so ready for the arrest that they were ready to get past all of that but when you step back and like look at the season as a whole it's been a great season first of all Meredith last season I like Meredith but she came to play this year like she's been carrying this season along and i love that her best friend lisa barlow doing the the stuff i feel like she really thinks that like we don't see what she's doing but i kind of love that too <laughs> and so i love lisa i don't know this cast as a whole feels weird sometimes but oddly i just love them i don't know what it is but like there are so many in this cast that i just overwhelmingly love mary is i, I don't know how to describe mary but i need like a Mary like security camera where I could watch her just do stuff in her house all day long. Cause I would watch that show. Oh my God. I don't care if it's in the closet, if it's in the, the room with the green carpet, like, I don't care anywhere you'll put the camera, I will watch this show. So I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it this season. And it's, I mean, it's stepped up like 6 million percent the past like two or three weeks though, but I'm definitely, I'm loving it. I, I, I'm glad you like Lisa Barlow because I, I I love her and uh, she's is just yeah so obvious the just the uh, how she choreographed the the Fresh Wolf party yeah um, uh, and then you're going to come in and ask for a photo and then he's going to come in and talk to Meredith it was just brilliant <laughs> just uh, yes 
uh, you know, not to bring up her name, but as Kelly Dodd said, she's the puppet and everyone's the master. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. I, I enjoy um, her producing and not thinking that we know as well. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, no, fantastic season. And it's even one that, again, the locals are in on, um, which is great because we're all, again, and that's fine because we all started the journey together. Yeah. It was one of the, the the newer seasons, so they could start from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so it's 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 a hit. So tell me with uh hey you, so if we watch an episode Sunday night, when is it available for you to watch? Monday. Oh, morning. next day. Uh, like six, seven in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So it, so that's actually like a couple of hours after we watched it. So that's amazing. That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can all we can all act foolish together. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts about the Jen Shaw case? Like, are you? There are some people out there that are saying, you know, we got to give her the benefit of the doubt. We don't. Who? <laughs> I just want to talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are some people that are still like giving her all of the grace in the world. And I'm just kind of like, uh, this is like, this isn't like a, a random, like police stop by like your local enforcement. This is, oh my God, my dog is always, always wants to be on camera. Oh, you've God. got a Sorry. staffy. Yeah. <laughs> Say hi, baby. Say hi. Oh, <laughs> oh they're so precious. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she is the biggest ham in the world. She always wants to be on camera. Um, <laughs> there are people that like genuinely like want to give her all the grace in the world, but like this isn't like local police coming after you. This is like the federal government. So like it's a big difference. I think the amount of evidence that they have against you is overwhelming. And now that Stewart has flipped and Stewart has now entered a plea of guilty, oh, there's nothing you could tell me. Jen Shaw allegedly is guilty 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 i won't hear otherwise what are your thoughts on that whole case just in general uh yeah because i'm not an idiot like it's a hundred percent she's <laughs> she did it and there's this it takes a lot to be able to have to um to get to the stage of of coming and, and arresting someone like they mm-hmm. need i listen i don't know the ins and outs but i'm sure they need a lot of permits and evidence and whatnot um, and from what I've read up on it, and you know, at the time I was really into Clubhouse and listening to to people and lawyers on there, and, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much like, yeah, she she's the ringleader. It's, it's been uh, more or less proven that she she yeah. was the head of this all. Um, so Stuart, what he's doing is smart because um, <laughs> it's, it's gonna it's gonna help him get a shorter sentence or whatever um but it's it's just it it's fascinating and seeing her come and just saying yeah get the cameras up in in my lawyer's office that was her lawyer right that that we saw her with yeah um and the lawyer's like well we know you're not guilty and she's like right (laughs) right (laughs) the, the brazenness just the the gumption that it takes um is just so alien to me and I'm I'm fascinated by it by by the type of person that would um would be so bold as to as to carry on um pretending that you're innocent when you're so so clearly 
uh, not. <laughs> and um, so, yes, really grateful for it. Cannot wait to sink my teeth into this new Hulu documentary. Oh my God, I'm so ready. So ready. Yeah, some more Dana Wilkie. Um, oh my God. And listen, I hope Danielle Staub turns up again. Yes. Yeah. For the sake of it. With another <laughs> intro, a long shot intro of her walking in. Yes. Oh my God. That, that's everything we need. I forgot that's my like digital Monday, like delight right there. I don't even need to buy technology because it comes out that day. So here we huzzah huzzah there we go <laughs> uh before we get into potomac what are your thoughts on mary cosby do you think because like i'm me and taria on a recent episode we talked about this a lot where we it kind of feels more like a, how a lot of people view like their religious leaders as opposed to like a cult so i'm i don't necessarily think it's a cult but like what do you think about this like you're kind of like outside perspective just looking in does it feel cultish to you or do you think you know what are you thinking i think i'm with you i think it doesn't mm. feel cultish enough um, you're right because <laughs> i've watched a lot of cult documentaries so like hello. i know a cult <laughs> yeah um you know until she um makes them all drink the kool-aid you know what, what else is she mm-hmm. doing is she is she because i know a lot of churches anyway they have um, people signed up on direct debits and it's like a, it's a normal thing right they give the church the money because Tithing. that's their church yeah i don't know whether but then uh, what did lisa barlow say this guy um sold his house to give her 300 grand um you know this guy is such a shame i mean that he's no longer with us which is right. just wild um, right uh, but uh Listen, I think my answer is, I don't know. I think <laughs> there's got to be more more cultish behavior um, because I don't know, it's just getting, it's getting to the, it's veering into territory that's kind of like, I don't know, offensive <laughs> to, right. um, to Mary and her church and right. uh, and the, the culture there. And yeah, I'm yeah. not in a place to to say anything, but I, would it be great if she was just a good person and wasn't taking people's money? And um, but then you do have to ask where, you know, where is she getting all this money from? We've all seen her closet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they do have. Goods. I must say, we did. Uh, we talked about that a little because I think it gets lost sometimes. To like that was the reason why I think her and Robert Senior got married was because of all these like other businesses that him and Grant or Grandma had rather. They were like worth. 20 some odd million dollars at the time so okay I, yeah I, was, I, I think they're one of the families like because we I've like grown up with like you know a pastor who was very well off but because he had a job outside of the church too like he would travel throughout the week and then on the weekends he was right back getting ready for his, uh, his sermon and Sunday he delivered and all this kind of stuff he'd you know be there for like the the random stuff during the week at church but he was mostly gone traveling he made a lot of like good money so like me watching this I guess maybe I I could be biased so like me watching this it doesn't seem that out of place but I'm a messy reality tv watcher who is more than willing to give all of this a shot if you if you have like definitive proof I'm not a fool I'll look at it and I'll listen but right now I'm I'm not too convinced like as Meredith said you know it's 
It's cryptic, Lisa. <laughs> like, what are you trying to say, Lisa? All these cryptic messages. And then the, yes. you know, the whole she, this guy gave her three hundred grand. That that they had to like really get that out of her. And it's just uh, what, Lisa? What do you know? Stop mm-hmm. sort of um, getting other people to do the work for you. Just, uh, just, just fucking say it. And right. yeah, there's there's not enough there. There's not enough of the case there for me right now. And mm-hmm. until I see, you know. Uh, what what would they call Mary's documentary? The housewife and the um, God complex. I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh God! If they, if, I will say though, if they made a Hulu documentary about her, I would watch the hell out of that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all in. Oh my God. Okay, Mary, we're we're sparing you, Mary. We're not gonna do that. We both we both were on your side right now, so. Don't do anything to, to turn us the and other bless way. Her. I just, I, I feel like she's really trying. People are saying, you know, well, she, I, I, listen, she's an odd, she's a, she's a character, isn't she? She is mm-hmm. odd. And I feel like this trip was really hard for her. She's yeah. not used to that. And she, that, that she showed up, you know, she got the call. She, she saw she had to bring like a, 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 a Swedish wench uh, costume. Yeah. And she, did she, she got it together and she said, and bless her. She, I feel like, she doesn't really enjoy socializing that much, but she, listen, she's doing it for the check that they all are. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I have a soft spot for her, I think is what I'm saying. Same. I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Plus it was cold. Like not everybody wants to go in the cold and you know, I'm, I'm with you, Mary. <laughs> Too much. Uh, let's, okay, let's get into the main event. Let's talk Potomac. First of all, you know, whenever I do these reunion episodes, we got to kind of talk about the fashion, okay? The fashions, so, yeah, right, let yes. me get it up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so what we'll do is, you know, we're going to say, if you like it, we're going to gun it. G-U-N-N, we're going to gun it. It's going to be like Joe Gunn, Tim Gunn, we love it. We're going to gun the fashion. If not, then who done it? Because it's terrible and it's a murder mystery. So <laughs> we're just going to figure out if we like it or not. Why don't we start with the person that was barely there with a shame who should have been, I'd, I'd like to see a lot more of her next season, Ascala. What did you think Ascala. of Ascala? Um, I think I've gone to the wrong source because I've gone on Bravo, but they only show like three pictures and then they make, they make you go to Bravo Insider. Oh but God. Bravo it, Insider. Like, have you seen that? Um, it, is the, meme. <laughs> it is the hardest <laughs> thing to log into. Like I've yes. gone through years of college. I've never done anything <laughs> as hard as trying to get on Bravo Insider. <laughs> My God. <laughs> but listen, I get the emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the emails come through regularly. Why do app- I get the emails? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then the emails are like, this hot tea. And it's like an episode that we saw like a month ago. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, I no, I don't think I'm getting screeners anytime soon. So I know. (laughs) Uh, Let me just go to Ascala's Instagram. It's going to be on there. Okay. I'll do my kind of text on it. When I saw it in pictures, at least. I, I didn't like it as much in pictures. It was love the color. That color looked like fantastic against her skin especially but it was like you remember Kenya Moore at the last reunion it was a lot of shoulder and I'm not someone that just like loves a whole lot of shoulder unless it's like you know it's got to be a moment but I wasn't too big on the shoulder but when I saw it like on camera my feelings changed I loved it I thought it looked great against her like the ponytail I was I was here for it it was a it was a good sit down dress 
I don't want to see walking right. too much, but great sit down dress. <laughs> right. And that, you know, that's when a designer knows what they're doing. They understand the assignment. They know yes. it's the reason. Um, that this isn't their first time at the rodeo and they, mm -hmm. they, they want to know what it looks like sitting down. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, the ponytail. See, this is going to be an exercise in me forming an opinion. So this is the <laughs> test. I needed this. I there, we there we go. There we go. Listen, I like it. I used to be into Barbie dolls as a kid. And I feel like this is the, if I saw this Barbie doll yes. in the shop, I would want it. I would say, mom, can I have, please buy me yes. this Barbie doll. Yes. Um, I think she's, yeah, love the color. Love that you've got the Angelina Jolie leg moment. Yes. Um, and yeah, the pony, the, I love, I love a snatched high ponytail. Yes. Um, uh, and yeah, the, the shoulder is, it's a moment. Um, um, so I'm guessing because I'm always we're going to get to Wendy, but I'm always so distracted by that shoulder. So I'm guessing yes. you're not a huge fan. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, I feel like it's giving us too much. It's sort of like, let's do all the dresses into one. So we've got a long sleeve yep. and we've got um, <laughs> half the, the shoulder. is Yeah. So I feel like maybe she feels like this is her only reunion she's going to be on so let's just give them all the dresses in one yeah <laughs> um, but listen i'm not offended by it i'm going to give it a what do i say i'm going to give it a gun or um there we go we're gonna yeah. gun it <laughs> <laughs> there we go okay we so we you're good with us a scholar you you can come back next season we'll like that it's so funny you said that though because i my little cousin i have she's uh like four and a half years old she was just over here like for a week with me and I bought her what they call like the little label on it was fashion Barbie. And it literally, I didn't put two and two together, but it literally almost looked like a scholar. It was just purple instead. Like it was a nice. whole nother. So I'm like, Oh, that actually, okay. Good Barbie then. Okay. We're, we're here for the Barbie. That's good. <laughs> uh, our newbie. What did we think of Mia and give me your thoughts yeah. too, like on Mia, her first season, maybe her last, if the rumors are true. Messy Mia. Um, <laughs> I appreciated her uh, just asking the questions, turning up to work. Um, mm -hmm. You know, does he get paid? Um, because sure, I want to know too. Uh, and me too. Where, yeah, and <laughs> where she falls flat is just creating mess where there's nothing there. So, like mm -hmm. that, zooming in on Candace's foot, which was it was a fine foot. <laughs> right, <laughs> I didn't see the big deal. I don't know. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was it was a you know, um, <laughs> it was as Lala says, Randall is a stand up man. <laughs> Candace's foot is a stand up foot. Yes, uh, and then uh, just making up bizarre things about um Candace's husband. salad tossing yeah it's a lot tossing her salad in the kitchen um hashtag sous chef um <laughs> but yeah we were all um because I dabble in Twitter you know we were all over on Twitter being like what do you mean Mia like just say right. it like, you, just, is that what you're saying like you right. doing, I was like or well, what but no she's just happening? making it up just because she is a housewife fan and she knows how to do it but she I think what she's learned this season is that you, you can't just um, do it for no reason. Um, yeah. it, has to, it has to be authentic, you know, um, authentic drama, I guess. Um, mm. But I appreciated that. I kind of enjoyed the, the slow reveal of ultimately, yes, she was a stripper. 
Yeah, um, it, it, it took it took a few. It took a to year, but <laughs> we got it out. Um, and that's really interesting to me. This just the it just shows the kind of person. It's like it's gonna come out, um, but mm-hmm. how she she gave it to us in little um, layers. Um, so yeah, listen, I could take or leave Mia. It's mm. So I, I wouldn't necessarily miss her if she didn't come back next season. Um, but then I wouldn't be really unhappy if she stayed on and we got to see what's next. Um, and you know what? I think that's, I've said it like before, I think that that's the worst position to be in. Like, I think you should either be like the fan favorite or be kind of polarizing. Like the Green Eye Bandits, I love them, but I recognize they're full on polarizing with fans. They either hate them or love them. Karen Huger, universally loved by most of the fans. Like that's kind of their their queen. I question that sometimes, but I'd love Karen too, you know. And uh like Candace, super polarizing. Mia, I could take her or leave her. Didn't make much of a big impact. And I think most probably polls you'd see if you did like a poll of the audience, it'd probably be 50-50. Who really if that, yeah. yeah. Listen, I feel like the producers and Andy were almost sort of looking towards Mia to have her Porsche moment, where Porsche wasn't. We all know, you know, this Porsche wasn't mm-hmm. going to get signed back until that reunion, until yeah. that monologue yes. uh, that she gave. Um, Cordell is not perfect by far. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I have to do it every time. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. Um, uh, and then uh, then Andy just uh, had uh, stars and money signs in his eyes and, right. and, 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 and gave her that contract quick. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're sort of looking to her. She's almost sort of jumping in on, on parts in this reunion where she's not necessarily involved with, like, what did Wendy say? You're not even in this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you I, talking? I like Shut just, up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, TikTok. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. <laughs> it's so um, weird but, because I feel like she's kind of like, I don't know, every time they like shut her down, she just goes down. Like she just stops talking and like, yes, you no, expect her to, that. yeah, you expect her to be like, no, you shut up or you, you know, you, I, that's not what we're used to from the Potomac women. And I think that's why like Ashley was so thrown off when Gordon actually apologized to her. She's like, oh, I was <laughs> expecting a battle. Like, what? <laughs> Gee. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love yeah, that. that. I like that moment actually. That was yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about this outfit. Yeah. I feel like you said it. It made me laugh. It's like a um, okay, it's peacock promo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe she'll be on the Real Housewives of Miami. We never know. <laughs> Here we go. Um, it, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a. What do I say when I don't like it? And um, uh, uh, who bang, done bang. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say who done it. Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just um Come on, come on. Form an opinion. Form an opinion. You can, <laughs> you can do it. You got it. Like, it kind of looks like a disease. Okay. <laughs> like you go in for some medical testing and like that you know what it kind of looks like? You know when people do boils. The, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, when people go in for like the allergy test, they like stick you all over with, and then you got to see what you're allergic to. It's a see, little bit. See what you're yes. to. It does. It does. It's, just, it's a Petri dish, isn't it? Yes. 
Um, so yeah, we're gonna say we're gonna say uh, who done it. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't mind this so much. I actually liked the the peacock of it all. Gave a little drama, but I don't like it for the fact that I feel like now after three parts, it's done more than she has at this reunion, and it kind of bums me out. So. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna pass on that. Who done it? Who done that? I get it. <laughs> uh, what about fan favorite Miss Huger? Yes, Kern. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> yep, Kern Huger. Um, so this was one that, um, I just, I just adore Karen Huger. I just, I don't know if you saw that, that reel the other day that she did. Um, this one, she's, she's just standing. Yeah, <laughs> her and Giselle <laughs> on social media, I do not understand, but I love it anyway. <laughs> Listen, Matt is doing a good job. <laughs> um, I initially was just like, wow, mm-hmm. this is great. Um, the train, you got the drama. Um, and then on, on closer inspection, it's sort of like um, the train just sort of like looked like an afterthought yeah it's okay let's stick a train on um <laughs> sort of like you stick on an, an extension ponytail like a lisa renner pony yes um, at, at the reunion a little it's shake just, and go <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i you know i hate to say look it's giving me camp uh it's giving me mm-hmm. um you know cheap glamour um <laughs> and I, I adore Karen, but I, I guess what I, the words that are coming out of my mouth are going to be a, a who done it. Um, okay. Do you want to? Should uh, we come up with like a maybe a, a category of I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Maybe gun with one n instead of two n's. Maybe it's a Joe gun. <laughs> a Joe gut. A Joe gut. <laughs> yeah, that is a Joe gut. There we go. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, I yeah, actually, I, I'm I'm confident Karen is gonna have many reunions to come. So I'm yeah. not worried. Um I'm not stressing, as as Ashley said about her hair. Um, <laughs> and uh Wendy so bizarrely rudely tried to say that her hair was messy <laughs> in the back, and she's like, Listen, I've been doing this for five years, right? Right. <laughs> angles, I know what's being seen. Right. Um, <laughs> Oh my God. There was, I do remember though. I think it was the season. Oof. I think it was a season two reunion. The back of like Giselle's hair was kind of like flattened out all the way across. And it bothered me so much. Cause you know, she's one of my favorites on that show. I was like, Oh, Giselle, I'm not going to say anything though, but I'm like, Oh, Giselle, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm going to do the polite thing and I'm going to ignore it. Okay. I won't, I won't call it out for you, but all. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Karen, it, I've said this before, but I feel like it kind of gives me, it doesn't give me Potomac reunion. It gives me like one of the young rap girls going to like the BET award to like on something else. Like imagine like Megan Thee Stallion in that dress or, you know, Cardi or Flo Millie, someone. Right. I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't give me, but she looked great. I mean, I want, you know, hair, makeup, everything else looks good. So I'll give it a joke. There we go. <laughs> and by the way, thank you for introducing me to Summer Walker um, through your podcast. Yes! I, I streamed that album. Listen, truly, your impact on my life. Like, I, I streamed the album and uh, really enjoying that. And i um, embarrassed to admit that I didn't know who she was before before you. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she's getting her, like, attention. Because I've always just, like, I love... 
Um, you don't realize like literally probably two minutes before I was logged into this zoom, I was listening to it like in my ear and I was like, okay, I've got to stop. I like, I have to like log in now. <laughs> so yes, I get it. Uh, what about our resident doctor, our MD, even though it's not MD, I think it's PhD, but you know what I mean? What do we think right. about Wendy and her shoulder? This is easy. This is a, this is a whodunit because um, <laughs> is it was just so distracting. It's not yeah. a good sit down dress. It's uh mm-hmm it's just there the whole time and it just looks like some kind of glacier or or, or something <laughs> and I, I, i'm not into it it was it was distracting annoying mm-hmm. me um I, I could have done without that damn without that ruffle um yeah what am i th- i like the i like the color like yeah nice mm. shade of pink it looks a little pinker on camera but i do i like it but you know that that shoulder just ruined it for me i couldn't and plus one of the things that bothered me a little which i guess it shouldn't but that slit is so high which looks great like standing up there but when she was sitting down there was one shot that showed her i was like i literally thought we had like a wardrobe man fun like they were like showing like right up there and i was like oh my god i'm glad she had something on under because that could have been a whole thing well pk could see your pretty little puss yeah (laughs) I think I said them. Someone mentioned me. They were like, "Well, why are you looking up there, PK?" I'm like, "I wasn't. I just saw it. I'm just saying." But listen, Happy and Ness are out to play, and you know she yes. spent good money on them, and they look fantastic. And yes. Yeah, I think they're very well presented. Yes. Um, <laughs> she is. She is incredibly hot. Um, yes. But yeah, just could have done without the ruffle and. Listen, I'm not a fashion. I'm not Tim Gunn, even though right. I suggest that we might have something in common. I'm I'm not. Um, <laughs> and listen, I'm sure if I if I passed all these women in a hallway, I'd just be gagged and gooped. Right, and- <laughs> right. Everyone should know that. Like we are. Whenever I'm asking people about fashion, nine times out of ten, we're all sitting around in our sweatpants and bonnets <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> judging people like in eight thousand dollar gowns so give us and a when, pass, okay <laughs> when andy walked into her into her hotel room and said you smell amazing i believe it mm-hmm. um, and i want that only every time she says only home essentials ho- home essentials it just sounds like she's saying homo sensuals <laughs> and now that's a product <laughs> you that get... is a brand let me get yes. my free whip exactly <laughs> So we're going to go with who done it for the most part on that one. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. My, <laughs> you know, I consider myself a green not apologist. So what do we think about Giselle? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as Saweetie would say, let's go. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is this? So we got to, <clears throat> hang on. I'm seeing two different. No, that's. So the one she's at the reunion, it's kind of like the, it's like a robe, right? Yeah, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a jumpsuit too. It's not a, uh, not a dress. Uh, dress. No, I think it's a jumpsuit. And I'm not sure which one I like more. I don't know if I liked it when I thought it was a dress or if I liked it once it was revealed as a jumpsuit. But sitting no, down, it looks great. It's a good sit down dress. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a stand. Oh, I'm seeing the stand up. 
Listen, as much flack as this woman gets for her fashion, I'm giving this a gun. What do I say? What do I say? A, a gun gun. A, yeah. A, uh, a, a, a top gun. <laughs> it's a toot. There uh, we go. <laughs> yeah. She's having fun. She's feeling her oats. She's, yeah, it's relaxed and, 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 and glitzy. And no, I, I love it. People, I go back and forth. Like I'm, I'm with you though. I actually thought she, this is like the best she's probably looked at a reunion. I thought she looked great. I'm not going to slander her because I do like, I'm one of those people. I always tell people you have to kind of applaud people when you feel like they've done their personal best, like it can still go up, but like, even if like they miss something, like you don't like the hair or something like that, if it's still leaps and bounds better than you thought they've done in the past, give them a pass. Like they've done good. I thought this was good from head to toe. So I'm going to give Giselle a gun. It's bang, bang. You know what you remind <laughs> me of just now is, I don't know if you listened, to, not to promote another podcast on another No, that's podcast, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to Bitch Sesh, but June Diane Raphael, <laughs> she would say about in Vicky Gumbles' defense, she's doing her best. Yeah. <laughs> And her best is not necessarily our, our best. best. Other, yeah. And most people's best, but she is doing her best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I listen, I'm impressed with Giselle's best. If this is Giselle's mm-hmm. best, then I it's fine by me. And I truly think she would be just a joy to meet and be friends with. I again, yes. I I think just coming down to it, if I'm with going on smells as I, I'm sure all these ladies smell amazing they look like a good smelling cast don't they yes I'm I'm really big about that because like my whole thing is like people ask me like what do you want for Christmas or what do you want for your birthday nine times out of ten I'm telling them like a new cologne or something that I love or one of my like I mean that Lilabo yes yes (laughs) there we go oh my god so I'm yes they look it looks like it was just all kinds of uh jojoba oils and just all kind of stuff in the air with the yes they smelling and looking good. There we go. Okay. What I really need to know from you, Candace, there was a lot of hubba blub online about her Bob. <laughs> I didn't mind the Bob, but then when people started, you know, putting it side by side against stuff, I was kind of like, oh yeah, that's kind of a big Bob. But <laughs> what did you think of wow. Candace overall? I've got five words for you. What's wrong with the Bob? <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> see this is this is how you know you've gotten two bravo obsessed people together right now <laughs> um, um, okay yeah so it's giving karen isn't it let's face it it's giving, <laughs> it's, it's giving karen i just i just love how um Candace's husband. Why can't I think of his name? Candace's husband is, is uh, promoting. Oh, days. Chris Bassett. <laughs> Chris Bassett, which yeah. is an album. If anyone hasn't listened to Deep, Deep Space, it is like shockingly good. Yes. Um, snubbed at the Grammys. Uh, right. The Grammys <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 a lot of those tracks are going to be in my Spotify Wrapped for sure. Really yes. good album. Um. She looks cute, I think. Um, I think so too. We got some panel work. It's like a bustier corset situation, but then it's got a twist on it. And then it's sort of, um, what's that texture? Sort of looks like um, wallpaper. 
I'm not really selling it, but it's, <laughs> um, it's like it's some chinoiserie. Um, okay. Those shoes. Uh, yeah, those, the square toe. I like. I'm giving this a, a, a gun gun. You did it. What is it? A, there we a, go. Gun gun. Bang bang. <laughs> I feel like I change it every time. I don't even know. <laughs> um, but the Bob, this is not my favorite Candace wig. I have to say Okay. That. Were you more of a fan of the last season that long braid when her and Monique yes. were going back and forth? Okay, okay. The bow and the braid. Go. I was born ready, but <laughs> I'm never done. <laughs> yes. I'm glad she's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> what about Miss Dixon? You know, I'm a Dixon apologist, too. I love me some Robin Dixon. Let's go to the other green-eyed bandit. Yes. Um, so she said, um, what pink theme? <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess it's a very dusty, dusty pink. Yeah. Um, let me have a look at Robin. I think she looks absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think she looks stunning. This mm-hmm. is this might be... Hang on, let me just... No, I know who my, who my favorite is. But, um, this... This is my second favorite look. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's, it's giving drama, mm-hmm. um, glitz, and it is, this is a, this is a, um, I'm an OG. I've been here for five years. Um, yes. Uh, and I can still turn it out. And yes. Also, I, I have depression. Um, yes and it's which was really good that she um she um is bringing it out Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I feel like you're you don't like it why do I feel like getting that energy no 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 (laughs) I I love this look I especially like when she up close like with the jewelry and the makeup and stuff it looked fantastic Mm. with this group of people I wish it was like the color of a scholar's dress Cause then mm-hmm. I feel like she would have been my favorite out of the bunch, but her in like the group picture throws it off a bit, but her as an individual love it from top to bottom. And I don't know where that lands anywhere, but <laughs> love, love it from top to bottom. Yeah. Goddess. And mm. yeah. She, and the slit is not too high. You know? Yes. Good slit. Good um. slit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a toot. But there we that's go. a bang bang, yeah. <laughs> a gun, gun, it, toot, toot, bang, bang. There we go. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, our other OG. We still got. I'm. I love the fact that Potomac has carried through with four OGs. I love that, and I hope they continue to do that because I don't have a problem with any of the OGs. I mean, nope. I have problems, but like nothing like that. I want anybody removed. I want to see all of their lives develop. Like, so yeah, I hope we keep all of in. them. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Lock We're it in, baby. Level. Yeah, we. I. I want the. We are in this for the long haul. I want this Atlanta level. Look how far we've come. Yes. Type, you know? I want to see Karen open her her bed and breakfast in Surrey County. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to say it as an English person because like we we call Surrey. We have Surrey here. Uh, right. We, we call it Surrey, but then then um uh um Karen calls it Surrey. But I don't know. So I don't know how that translates <laughs> over the Atlantic. But that's how I'm going with it. Um, you know, us Americans, we butcher any word we have the opportunity to. So you're probably pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> Buckingham Palace. <laughs> um, let's have a look at Michael Darby's wife. Yes. Uh, what? She hasn't got a picture. 
where is that reunion dress on her? She was that her little, mom? she almost looked like a Barbie doll. Um, Which I think it's a good I'm, thing. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, I need to get the picture up, but I'm pretty sure she's my fave. Okay. I think she is my favorite dressed at the reunion. Let me go on tags. I actually, this was Here another case. Mm-hmm. It was another okay, case of personal giving... best for me. <laughs> her best um yeah it's giving jessica rabbit it's mm-hmm. that's exactly uh, what i said <laughs> yep uh, I, I love the color um mm-hmm. yeah we got another slit little slit game is strong at this reunion and i'm i'm not um mad about it i think she looks fantastic uh I almost love knowing that her hair is a mess at the back because it just, <laughs> it just shows how, again, she is not stressing. And I think that is Ashley. She's not stressing whatever you throw at her. Mm-hmm. She will just calmly just sip on her Corona and just have a, have a response for it. Oh my um, God. Every time I see her drinking a Corona on camera, I like, cause we kind of, we, we keep Coronas in our fridge here. So I'm like, stopped. okay, I got to go get a Corona right now because it looks so good while she's drinking it. Every single day. Yes. They need to cut her a check. <laughs> like cut I, her well, a check. I would be surprised if she doesn't have shares or something, or Michael doesn't right. have shares <laughs> because I mean, that's a lot of promo for something that you're not getting anything from. Right. Um, I, I'm gonna say this is a this is a, a, a bang bang. She looks great, uh, <laughs> glamorous, but then relaxed and yeah. Uh, I don't know. Again, I'll... you will not find me writing for Vogue or, <laughs> or anything. That's not on the cards for me. So I'm. That's I'm all not... right. <laughs> this is the the Instagram fashion police right here. Okay, we're all <laughs> we're all good. No one will, no one will get us in jail for this. This is another case I thought because. Some of Ashley's like past the reunion looks have like genuinely stressed me out, <laughs> like genuinely caused me physical unwellness. So this was <laughs> this was a home run for me. Like she, I think this is her personal best. She looked great, Jessica Rabbit, all the things. She knows her body, and she mm. picked it to perfection. Good job, Ashley. So she's yeah, like done it bang bang. Fits her like a glove, and it's got a it's got a bang bang from mm. both of us. And she, yeah. There we go. Let's okay. We've talked about the fashions. Uh, I was going to talk about Nikki's, but we we we'll, we'll we'll get into the barb later on. Thoughts on Wendy like during this reunion? Were her receipts landing for you, or did they kind of not no. help her case? <laughs> I, I, it was just like Andy was like. You, we went from the binder to this loose papers uh, <laughs> in a manila envelope and then this big blown up. And I just loved Robin. <laughs> Robin said, um, did you pay money? To do- <laughs> and Wendy was like, yes. So the- <laughs> um, and I was just like, I'm, I'm married Robin. to a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I am married to a lawyer. So I got my, I got my phone records. Um, <laughs> And um, no, I believe it. I believe that one person phoned the other and then and then someone said, oh, can I just call you back in a minute? And then, and then they had a full on conversation. Mm-hmm. And just Wendy was just grasping at straws. I feel like she said, OK, I've seen other housewives do this. We've seen Monique do this. Um, but then you've got to ha- again, it's like with Mia's creating mess on Twitter just for the sake of it. You've got to have substance behind your your mess or your receipts mm-hmm. um, th- that big blown up text didn't show anything I think 
I was getting a bit sort of snow blind by it. I was a bit sort of like, okay, what did I just watch in that first part? I think it was sort of like that Robin thought there was another rumor um, that she was actually talking about that rumor that was in the big text. And yeah. it wasn't in, Andy, I think Andy was kind of lost, but Andy even knew, wait, what, what are these phone records? What is this big <laughs> printout of this text doing? It's not right. Doing I get she wanted the meme. You two wanted the okay. This is gonna get me on Instagram, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I'll admit I memed it like as soon as the episode went off. So absolutely. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> go to Jade on TV. I put it on there. You know she won. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, who won? Wendy Osefo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I absolutely well agree. <laughs> you know, but then I just Robin just cracks me up. I I I really like Robin. I, I do too. <laughs> very relatable this season and just yes. um in that warehouse packing not that i it's just <laughs> i don't know i just feel like she is just so down to earth but she, and she's so relaxed in her og-dom that mm-hmm. she she knows that she's not going anywhere and she's she's like okay watch me sleep all season and still yes. be holding my champagne flute exactly <laughs> i love it oh my god there uh i'm gonna shout out another podcast i love uh my J's, my alphabets, they've rebranded. They're uh, called Declasse Podcast now. And they were like on the hunt. They were like, okay, we need you Robin Dixon fans to come out of the woodwork, come out and just like tell us that you exist because I don't believe it. And I was literally the first person in their DMs. I'm like, uh, hello, yes, right here, Robin Dixon fan all day long since day one. Get it right, okay? So I'm glad I have another ally on the, the Robin Dixon train, okay? Um, and I'm right there with you. I'm right there yes. in that group chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, just her kind of, and just her kind of like, with the way she she just laughs at it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, and then, yeah, so uh, 100%, no substance behind those receipts. Um, yeah. I'm married to a lawyer. Come on. And <laughs> yeah, it, she tried it. Yes. And Didn't work yeah. a little bit. It was yeah. second season syndrome, you know? Yes. And, Housewives either second season or womp womp second season. So, I mean, she'll definitely be back for a third. I will say that. So we'll, I think we'll definitely see. Have you got some? Oh, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) I just don't see her getting fired. Now I have, I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard, if I had to speculate based on some of the things that I've heard, I would probably say Mia is not coming back out of this entire cat. I think everyone else is probably going to return. So I don't know if that means a scholar will be bumped up or we'll get a whole new cast member or what it is, but I'm I not sure. <laughs> the amount of times Sharice gets brought up, she might as well be a cast member. Thank you. Thank you. Like, what are we lo- doing? <laughs> Asha, I love me the champagne room. And yes. now that the champagne room has a whole other meaning, because <laughs> I did not know this, uh, this, I'm not cool enough to know this strip club terminology. Yeah, so she, the boom, boom, boom. Sha is suddenly this comic, comedic genius. <laughs> um, yeah, she's, um, get Sha back on. It's, she's, I have the same sort of affinity to Sha that I have to Deshaun Snow. Like, I feel like Deshaun yes. should still be on Atlanta. <laughs> yes. Um, with her sunset barbecues. Oh my, um, this is why we get along so well. Cause like, you're literally inside of my brain right now. I want a Deshaun Snow appearance. I want a Lisa Wu pop up in Atlanta. Oh, like, did you see it? Not, not to be morbid, but did you see her at Greg's funeral? 
Oh my yes. god, I got to make it underneath your lounge. She has not aged a day. She no. was <laughs> Oh my god, she's gone on to do other like reality TV shows too. I don't know if you've watched them, but she was on uh Hollywood Divas for like three seasons. And that was okay. a if you haven't watched that, that was a good reality show. So that might be your next like little like let me try that down. And what did band. I see? I saw on your stories. Um you were watching Zeus. I've got to figure out a VPN or whatever because I know that yes. Zeus would just be, again, I'd be used to like oh choosing violence on a Monday. I'm not <laughs> in Zeus. But then, so is Tommy back on TV? What, what show was she on? She was on this show called The Conversation. So the Zeus, Conversation. Yes, Zeus does this thing where they'll bring two random people who've been like feuding publicly. Uh, like they'll bring them together for a conversation. It never goes the way it's supposed to because like hands are always thrown and like they're trying to get at each other and everything. It's a mess. Like they've had Masika and Hazel E like have had a conversation. They've had uh, Bobby Lights from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Him and Roland Ray <laughs> had a conversation. Like it's, it's literally the biggest mess. Ray J and Princess Love, they were the first conversation. So like it's, it's was the they, definition what, Tommy's of Tommy's with, um, what's her name? Versace or no, hang on. Oh, uh, Akbar V. It was no oh. Akbar V from uh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Akbar is oh god, I talk so bad about Akbar all the time because I I didn't see it for her when she was on Atlanta. But the season that we got like right before it was it was like the season that like coronavirus shut down. So like it was like eleven episodes maybe, and then they had to like shut down production. That was the best Love and Hip Hop season of Atlanta and so long like I loved that one from start to finish and it had like the best finale in the world and Akbar was a big reason why so I'm like you know what I want her back I want light-skinned Keisha back on the show I want uh, uh Spice and Carly my Mimi I want everybody Spice. back yes who got nominated for a Grammy Grammy nominated go Spice deserved there we go um, yeah yeah i think i'm not familiar with akbar because i feel like that is the season that i'm up to like i'm that's where i'm Ooh. gonna be going in and doing the last couple seasons to get caught up so yeah i'm excited to see uh yes. what that feud is but i didn't know tommy was allowed within the the uh, a film set <laughs> so i was really surprised to see her but thrilled. oh just for just you know so you know that was like probably the worst conversation because Tommy was so drunk that like she could barely even like, oh. yeah, it was like she, she was going off on everyone producers and like mm. they left that room a mess, like lamp broke, shades all down. Akbar was and then you get the black screen in the writing. Yes. After <laughs> exactly. <several> conversations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that one, don't go into that one with high hopes because I thought it was going to be okay. a lot more ridiculous than it was, but I don't know if Tommy, Tommy might need to come back after, you know, some, some stuff, some personal growth. And then we'll see, we'll check back in and see what happens. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Where were we? So, um, uh, Wendy, okay. I was yeah. going to ask you, what do we think Wendy can do to like make receipts land in the future? I had a suggestion. I think that like, since I think she should go like full on Kenya Moore. So, like, I think that y'all are saying that Eddie is sleeping with a white woman and has a baby with her. I would bring a random, yes, (laughs) bring a random, fly her out. (laughs) Exactly, elevator. Get on, get on the Bravo level of receipts. Dry ice. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's exactly yeah. what we need. Boom. There you go, Wendy. <laughs> um, thoughts on Juan Dixon this season. Cause like I'll, you know, he's still my number one. I love me some Juan Dixon. I love the Dixon household. And he's still Michael Darby's number one, too, obviously. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I I strongly believe that like Michael Darby has like a voodoo doll under his bed that he like sticks and like the voodoo doll has like blonde hair and green eyes and it's Robin because he's ready to take her place in life I seriously believe that I think he wants some Juan Dixon what do you think about that bromance and Juan not really being around that much this season um I don't know why why Juan isn't around um this season and uh I mean he wasn't as we all famously know he was not at the last reunion because Robin was so glad (laughs) exactly not here right now the amount of times I shout that out in normal day conversation (laughs) just randomly um and just the the still image of her just really like um, just so good uh yeah, so I, 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 I guess I don't really know why he's not around. Um, it, it, I guess were they saying um, it was what well, basketball season or whatever? He was in his all year round practically, so he's mm-hmm. he's always really busy. Um, but uh, yeah, Which I, I believe I, it makes sense. I do believe uh, they love each other very much. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, despite Karen's teasing of. Um, oh they're never getting married and it's it's not a real relationship or whatever mm-hmm. um i i don't know that i think it's a good argument not to get married when there's a pandemic and uh exactly i'm sure when she does get married it won't be on, in a strip mall <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> on an industrial estate <laughs> yes. which i just i just love i just love karen and just her choices and she commits to it and, yes um, She's going to explain it like why it's the best choice in the world every single time. Oh, and, she, and you will believe it when she explains yes. it to you. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. So do you think there's something more to why he wasn't showing up for filming or coming to the reunion? Her, so my thing, I think that everything they said, one, makes sense. Because like, I, you know, I don't expect like, you know, we see. Oh, God. I hate to do this to them because like I literally had a whole section like in my notes about how offended I was that he compared them to Jen Shaw. But it is it's good in the sense that like Sharif isn't always around either because he's a football coach. And we know that like when it's not in season, they're recruiting, they're you know in shape with the it guys. It sounds and, intense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's to know lot. anything about it, but with the Sharif and Juan, like you mm-hmm. just have to assume that it's a pretty full on job. Yes. Um, and uh yeah i mean i guess uh that's that that's that's what is what it is you know yeah. i guess um, at that reunion taping there was a a, a big football match what i don't know <laughs> what talking about um so, so yeah i, I don't know I, all i'm saying is i i think what they have is real i don't think there's anything shady going on mm-hmm. um but then who knows i just think you know i always think back to their situation that they went through together where they got caught up in a pyramid scheme and then the, the friend killed himself yeah and that was so dark and right um i don't know i feel like they've been through that together and they're just they're in it now and yeah i definitely think that you know he uh i think the main reason like i think the job is ridiculous like i think it's it takes a lot of time now that he's uh because he wasn't a coach he was a coach but like not to this level 
that he was initially like when they first started filming because like now he's I don't know if he's his oh, so coach he's or... had some promotions in the last yeah. few years and he's yeah got more more responsibility yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah. and I also think I think the bigger reason though is that that's a good excuse for him because I think that like Karen and Wendy now I think that when they want to attack Robin they usually attack Juan too and I think honestly he has no interest being on a show that much like he films because his wife is on it and it's good for her but I don't know if he has a real interest in filming with because remember in the beginning of the season when Karen sent the invitations with the the moths coming out or whatever no it was for the love party when they when she sent that and Juan looked at he's like I'm not going to that shit and he threw the box away listen unless he's getting paid unless it becomes Jersey Housewives where the husbands get a paycheck Mm -hmm. uh, then they have no obligation I mean you know there's no the producers can't get annoyed that right unless they're gonna um uh front you um, give some incentives <laughs> to, to right. show up that is not his job um so yeah too right you know but I think I I enjoy him when he's on I think he's incredibly attractive I yes. think um, <laughs> he's, he's, he just seems like a really nice guy mm-hmm. um yeah I don't blame uh Michael Darby for having a crush on him yes uh, <laughs> it's and... Michael's one redeeming quality <laughs> right, right there we go <laughs> I love it um yeah so I'm I'm, I'm the Dixon family, those are my, I feel like my cousins. I love them. <laughs> mm. Do we think they're trying to have another baby or do, you know, and if so, should she be doing it doggy style or should like, maybe she should do like reverse cowgirl or the eagle or wheelbarrow or something. Cause they made a big deal about not doing doggy style. Wait, so they want pregnant. <laughs> They so they want a girl, so you you don't do doggy. If it didn't, so that yeah. was what Candace said. You don't do doggy mm-hmm. if you want a girl. Um, why do I, am I just really sick? I, I feel like <laughs> I know that that is Robin's favorite position. And she said that in like a drinking game. In, I feel like I it was in like a game, like, a, oh, they were talking about sex. I think it might've been last year at the leather party, you know, and then I'm pretty sure oh. Robin was like, yeah, I like it from the back. And I was like, yes. Yes. Um, now I need to go uh, back and watch that episode because that was a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, listen what what is what is gender these days you know you could wish for a girl and then you'll have a butch lesbian and it's not (laughs) going to be the fantasy of a girl and the princess that you wanted and I just think Mm -hmm. it's a bit fucked anyway if you've chosen to have a child you've got to love it for whatever it is right no one's child (laughs) turned out the way they wanted to Robin you get fucked however you want to get fucked and there's (laughs) listen TikTok Mia, it's TikTok Robin. She said yeah. 43 and she was a cut off. And that's. Um, and he's like, how old are you now? She's like, 42. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's got till next year. So um, yeah, <laughs> they'd better get, get cracking. But then, you know, I feel like she's not too bothered. I don't think she really right. wants a baby. I know. He probably wants it a lot more than she does. She's like, shit, if it happens, it happens. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Who's your, uh, we get an appearance from the husbands. And we don't do that in all the cities. Like, you know, obviously New York, the husbands never come out. Uh, what other cities? I don't know. Beverly Hills, it's all usually like one husband that comes out and then they leave. So it's never really a big thing there either. Well, I'm trying OC. to think on New York who even has a husband. Right. I don't even think anyone has a husband anymore. So, <laughs> Like, no shade. I mean, I right. love it. Who's your uh, uh, favorite Potomac husband? Like, we'll, we'll even include, like, the ones that weren't there. So Michael Darby, Juan Dixon. 
and I'm going to throw Jamal Bryan out there for you. I'm going to give you a whole cascade of men to pick from. Who's your favorite Potomac husband? Can you, can you imagine if I said Jay? I know. <laughs> no, I <got> <laughs> Just... I'm, if you do, I'm licking my tongue out immediately after you say I think I'm going to go with um, with Juan. I think he's, um, mm-hmm. again, I'm uh, English person. How do I say it? He says <laughs> Juan, Juan, Juan yeah. Dixon. Um, one, I think he's a stand-up guy. Um, mm-hmm. Then I think um, Mr. Idris Alba himself, Eddie Osefo, is a really great guy. Yes. Um, just from from what we see on the show, I think mm-hmm. he just seems like a really great guy. Um, Those my were my co- answers too, by the way. Just so you know, right? Thank you. <laughs> so. Um, uh yeah um those those would be my two faves i think g is just i think they're brushing it off like it's absolutely harmless how he behaves when he's had a drink but i think it's really Ugh. sinister actually i think it's incredibly inappropriate realized <laughs> it in a kind of um stockholm syndrome way mm-hmm. um listen i feel like she has to um uh forgive him for his shortcomings or whatever because he's the reason she has this lifestyle um right so yeah but he's uh i get bad vibes from g um mm. even though i did like his apology to, to ashley i did like that moment but um yeah yeah but then no one is more disgusting and gross as our man michael darby um <laughs> just a predator through and through and yeah um, yeah bad vibes Oh with a God. case of the reunions i like that i literally was going to ask you like which michael darby disease do we believe do we believe the the pre-reunion bubble guts that just like prevents him from showing up or do we believe the made-up disease that ashley says that prevents him from wearing a wedding ring what do we think <laughs> i had never she said this word and i had never done it i feel like i remember i remember even googling it and when she first said it in the series um mm-hmm. It was like uh, he, he, she just said a word that doesn't even sound like a condition, but it, but it is. Um, uh, but uh, bless, and that sounds like a horrible, horrible condition to to live with. Um, but uh, yeah, I believe um, yeah that is the more medically accurate um, uh, of the two. I feel like he just didn't want to come and and face any music that would be there for him to face. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because he usually has a lot to face at the reunion. So mm-hmm. I believe that. We uh, we get a call from Mama Dorothy <laughs> during the reunion. Mama Dot, what are your thoughts about Mama Dot? Because I won't lie, I kind of love Dorothy. She is, I love a messy mama. I feel like Mama Joyce walks so Mama Dot could run. <laughs> and so what are your thoughts on the messy Bravo parents like Mama Dot? Listen, hide your, hide your handbags. Uh... <laughs> you better duck when she walks into the room right <laughs> um listen first of all that phone call was so clearly Candace texting on the table okay we're on we're doing we're yep. and, and the, the husbands are here let's go <laughs> it's our section um, yep <laughs> yeah um D- dotty she's like Oh, oh, are we, are we, are we recording? Are we, are right. we on the recording? It's reunion day? What? <laughs> like, oh, you please. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy her. I, I enjoy her um, more than I do Mama Joyce, actually. Mama Joyce, again, I, I'm probably 
looking too much into these things but I get I just get bad vibes from Mama Joyce and I feel like mm. it's really abusive I feel like Candy um is, is a victim of abuse and she just does not know it mm. um I, I I feel like I do feel like and that's Candy common and too yeah that's mm. really common too a lot of people take the abuse from parents like but they won't because like Candy makes a big thing about not taking it from anybody else but then she lets her mom like talk to her any kind of way and it's the whole thing so yeah that's that's like classic uh i don't take it from others because i take it enough from it at home syndrome mm. i don't know what the actual medical term is but <laughs> that's what kendrick calls it okay kendrick's medical dictionary there we go <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i feel like she's uh it's less um bad vibes than that but also equally um she's up there with the um with the mama joyce's the the viva from uh mercedes and viva uh, yeah. oh, vida, vida vida yeah um oh my god stars. she's up there with that and, oh uh, yeah i thought um, when you said that i thought you were talking about aviva from ronnie remember her dad one of the great, oh. oh yeah and i i like have flashbacks just then i'm like oh my god one of the creepiest people to come out of bravo i hope he's oh, still with michael us michael darby so. is a saint yes. that, that <laughs> disgusting man yes oh my um, god yeah uh wow bad memories um <laughs> and that was like pre me too and you could tell yeah like, just awful um uh, and yeah up there with the kind of um uh who, who's who Bronwyn's mom you know the kind of really dark mother-daughter relationships yes. that I find really fascinating to watch um and I, I just what what do you so do you think this new house is completely separate financially from Dottie or do you think Dottie's Ooh. checkbook is in there putting some down payments down or whatever or I I genuinely believe that they've gotten, I think they were conscious to make sure that this was their house and not Dottie so they wouldn't get like tormented on the show anymore. Because, oof. I think she now- she kind of hinted, did she, am I right in saying this part? Yeah, she, she did, hinted. absolutely. Yeah. And then when they confront so her about it- Dottie being Dottie. <laughs> that's what I think. I think it was honestly just, I think Dottie wishes like she was holding that flute at the beginning of the episodes too. <laughs> I think she wants to be like a staple on the show. And so she comes <laughs> and she starts mess every time. Cause even when they confront her, they were like, you're paying bills in our house. She's like, Oh, you want to say I'm not? Okay. <laughs> so it's like never a direct answer. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. She doesn't explicitly say it. She just wants to. Yeah. Yes. And I'm grateful for it. And she's, and just that moment was one of the highlights moments of the season was uh when she confided in Karen and she's like oh I know my mic's on like I'm very yeah. well and Karen's sort of like oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. right and I love to that's one of the reasons I love Karen too because Karen pulled her aside not to like try to stop her she literally pulled her back she was like whoa 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 wait a minute and she got him away she's like okay now what are you saying now say it clearly right <laughs> like speaking to the mic go ahead I love that. Uh, what are your thoughts on Mia, I guess, versus Candace and Wendy? Because it's, it's been a lot. You know, he tossed your salad. He tossed your salad. Whose side are you on in this? Do you, do you tend to side with Candace and Wendy in their kind of arguments against them? Or is it kind of day by day? What are you thinking? Uh, Candace, I'm, get, I'm 
on Candice and Wendy's side um, mm-hmm. against Mia, just because again, Mia, what what Mia's doing sort of has no substance. I mean, so what, what exactly is the beef here? I'm just trying to think back. Right. I mean, I'm against. I'm not against. I'm against the slut shaming of it all. The kind of sure, he, sure. He was a stripper. Okay, it took a few episodes to get out, get out of her that she was a stripper. She mm. went from being a dancer in a ball gown to um, <laughs> oh well, well, yeah, we'd start off in ball gowns in the beginning of the night, but then they would come off. Okay, so does that make you a stripper? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there was lobster and steak. So <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> oh, and a shoe shining place and. Uh, <laughs> They called it something that cracked me up the last reunion. They said it was a spa. What is it, a spa with titties or something like that? (laughs) I think that's great. Right. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, so I'm not, I'm against that. Um, So I feel like she she was sort of like badly treated there. But then, um, I don't know. The Mia and Wendy over there. I don't know where that started. I honestly don't. I don't know where any of that came from. So I still... It feels like from episode one, when Mia, yes, it was, it, was, it was Mia bringing up something that was I was okay. It was the rumor from the blog about was that Mia's doing or no? I don't. Mm. Know. It's it's so I I feel like I never knew why they were actually beefing. That was that was weird. Like starting off with Mia, not with uh, Wendy this season three because I was like, what are you? doing like I don't know I feel like there's a lot of other people you could like get into it with I never understand that understood that beef the Mia versus Candace of it all though I understood that fully so I don't know where Wendy came in but Wendy was not about to let that beef with Mia go <laughs> at all mm, but no I again so I don't so what was the Mia and Candace thing again again I did I promise I watched this season but, um... <laughs> so their whole thing started after Candace found out that Mia was talking about like, you know, she's done this video shoot and she was saying it was low budget. Oh, low budget. Low yeah. Budget, yeah. And then she was getting Mama Dot to say things on camera and like all this kind of stuff. So okay, no, I appreciate good work, great, excellent work. She's a yeah. she's a housewife scholar. She knows what she had to do. Yes. Okay, let's, let's turn up, let's ask these questions. Let's not waste any time. We have Dorothy right. here on set. She's got a hard out. The sun is setting <laughs> um, in this. Yes. Dusty car park. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I appreciated that. But um, yeah, she knew what she was saying by lo- saying low budget. Um, mm-hmm. She was sort of backtracking by saying, oh, but it was a low budget, no? And the, yeah, it was like, no, but you know what you were saying, like, it was the low budget, the connotation. Exactly. It was a dig. Um, and yeah, listen, I, I'm a Candice, capitalized Candice, the music performer. Um, fan so I, yes. I'm, I'm with my with my pop star Candice there we one. go I get a lot of heat because I'm a big Candace fan too like I I don't see she does anything worse than any other Bravo star so I'm I just think she's a lot better at it than most people so <laughs> exactly uh we'll first we'll first of all thank you for sticking around with me for so long we'll get into the last section now before we uh before I actually the last question i wanted to shout out all the people in surrey who can now listen to this because you have wi-fi so shout out to all of y'all and i feel like... what? listen I, about that yeah what were they doing like were they texting each other they still had their, churning um, butter i guess i don't know <laughs> smoke signals right 
I have no idea. What was, but I almost feel like now if they get that bed and breakfast, I feel like you need to come over here and we all just have like a big Instagram oh, podcaster no, I'm powwow. This is going to be one of the Bravo tourist attractions. So you've got the, you've got yes. um, Sir Tom Tom. You've got OLG. Mm-hmm. You've got um, the Regency in New York, New York, and now yes. not even in Potomac. They'll be going. We'll be going to Surrey County. Yes, <laughs> the Ladam B and B, and I'm thinking it's going to be ridiculously trashy like themed rooms and yes. it's gonna be an event and i'm so here for it uh, oh my god yeah. i'm ready for it i'm ready i got so je- i had like fomo when a lot of my like favorite like my friends that i've made over this past like year and change almost two years now my god but like they a lot of them live in the dmv area so like mixing with Monty, uh taria from what else is going on all of them live up there oh no bravo chelsea they got together and they went to the winery where the Monique versus Candace like thing happened and so like they went there and I was like oh I, I did, just did Victoria I know Victoria um Asians who watch Bravo Victoria <laughs> I think she was she's in with that crowd as well and I yes think, um, they met up with Crystal um and yeah they had yeah. A, they I oh it's been a lot her and Marnie with yeah it was um mm-hmm. I, li- I like that group um man I'm, I'm so jealous of I've missed out on so much oh <laughs> I might as well live in the UK too because I miss everything that happens in America uh Andy said he needs tequila and then out comes Nicki Minaj so let me ask you were you excited about this or like were you eye rolling that Nicki was going to be at a reunion because people seem like kind of split down the middle about this well in the words of Wendy Acefo what what pull up in the Sri Lanka what (laughs) (laughs) yeah Am I a Nikki fan? <laughs> Pull up in the Sri Lanka, what? <laughs> I was like, see, that is me. That is the kind of thing that I would do yes. on a big platform. I would be fronting like I'm this huge um, <laughs> L rap fan and then just yes. botch the lyrics, even though I really oh I my do God. Really need for Nikki. I am a Barb for my sins. Um, there you go. There I go. So I was ex- incredibly excited that Nicki Minaj was on. Um, see, this is, we were talking about getting cancelled. This might be what cancels me. Um, <laughs> because um, there is some problematic things going on with her sure, sure. and whatnot. Um, but we're just not, we're simply not talking about that, Kendrick. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about Nicki and the Potomac reunion. Um, I was absolutely yeah. excited. I'll say that too. I've been afraid I was going to get cancelled too. <laughs> I was super excited. Yeah, no, same. And just the journey of it all, because we were there from the initial Instagram post of, listen, I am coming to this reunion because I have some things to say. And then just behind the scenes, I kind of knew that they would be jumping on this and being like, okay, we're going to make this happen. But then Mm -hmm. it's like Ultimate Girls Trip. You see them filming it. You see the cast announcements. But you don't think it's going to actually happen until it suddenly drops on Peacock. Right. (laughs) Until Nikki walks up. Drops on Peacock whatever day it does. Who knows when it even drops? Uh, we we basically in the UK we bullied Hey You to get that on because they were still nice. going to drop it all on the Friday and we were making sure that they released it because I was like it's just a case of uploading a file to a server like right. <laughs> Um, oh my god so yeah, truly blessed that our peer pressure worked in that case but nikki bless her i mean she, she i can tell she was really excited i feel like to her it was kind of like a joke that got out of control like she didn't <laughs> think she actually realized she would end up on the reunion right that knowing that it's not gonna happen um 
and then the day came around and I feel like she was really nervous did, did you get the nervous energy from her yes I mean, but she I will say I, I was not like I'm so looking forward to part four now because like I was not expecting she came out and she came out she was just like okay Ashley uh you started a whole lot of shit what's going on it's like oh whoa like you coming in hot but I love it I love it the good mess that I love. That was the most random beef I thought to, or point to even sort of make. But then I thought it it just truly goes to show. It's like, we all watch these shows and get Mm -hmm. something different from them. I think she's probably sitting there at home with her baby, watching it, thinking, wow, I can never leave my baby and go and and film this show. Right. And then when when Candy comes to, Candace comes to, Ashley's defense was saying, well, we all have a job to do. She had, it was the call sheet, you know. <laughs> what did she say? I was going on repeat in my head. She goes, candy oh, girl. Candy girl. <laughs> Wait, I need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, candy girl. Right. <laughs> I kind of, did you, okay. Last thing, and I promise I'm going to let you go. <laughs> did you no, kind of no, no. get the sense that like Candace and Ashley had made up before the reunion? Because I kind of got that sense. And I, I think we all saw them like either a picture or a video floating around the time of the reunion that like they, like them and Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if they actually made up beforehand because Candace jumped to Ashley's defense. And I think we were all kind of like, what the fuck mm. is going on? Like, is this really happening? So I kind of get the I sense that like they made up maybe. With Nikki there, just coming in hot, I feel like they all sort of bandied together, all sort of like held each other's hat, sort of like in Toy Story when they know they're all going to die. And yeah. Toy Story 3 or whatever, and they're holding mm-hmm. their hands, and it's just a moment. I feel like they all sort of like, they sort of, hang on, no, I'm, this is my castmate. You don't know what it's like to film this show. Yes, um, she had to work. She had to work. Like maybe if Cardi B came and hosted it, she because Cardi B came from reality TV, so she would, right. she would get it. You know, she mm-hmm. had to come and... Um, and and do her job um but no i'm incredibly excited to see uh, what uh, more questions um come up and um uh y- yeah i bet she just the cue cards being upside down was just chef's kiss <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> oh my god i love this and i loved this thank you so much for coming to talk all things bravo with me i knew we were gonna have like the longest best time like i was i'm so shocked because like i was like there's no way this is gonna be just i scheduled for an hour and a half i'm like we'll probably get on there oh my goodness, for I'm an so hour. sorry Are you, no, um... no 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 i always no. schedule it for like the same time but i always know it's gonna go over because like i'm always talking to people that watch bravo as much as i do so i'm like oh i know they're gonna have thoughts about everything and of course we've talked for two hours so i'm like that's to be expected <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you tell them everything promote every ounce of yourself first of all kendrick this has been such a joy i i needed oh. this i needed just to to an outlet um to yes. to speak and um give all my lukewarm takes <laughs> and um <laughs> and my my flustered british opinions <laughs> um, and probably over talking you and doing all sorts no, of no you were perfect things. i hope it was <laughs> i hope it was some kind of entertaining episode yes. um, so yeah, absolute joy. Um, so I'm Joe Gun Ninety is uh, the main page, and then I have my spinoff where I kind of prefer it. It's called Joe Gun TV, <laughs> and then everywhere else is just Joe Gun. Um, so um, Twitter and TikTok. So yeah, perfect. I promise y'all oh, that I, is a. Fu- 
Mm-hmm. So I'm again jumping over you. Trash. No, you're. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just, just you're listening to a podcast, so I actually have a dead podcast, but it's still <laughs> technically there. It's called Bare Minimum, um, and I've got some good guests go. on there to, um, uh, if you want to listen, if you like my vibe, <laughs> you want more <laughs> of me and my voice. Um, I've got a bunch of episodes up um, wherever you get your podcasts. So perfect. Um, <laughs> Look at you. Okay, I can't listen. I can't wait to dive in some of the, I, I like starting from like the beginning of people and then going all mm. the way through. So I'm, I'm excited for that. And if you ever need a laugh, I promise y'all, this will be like your favorite Instagram follow. Like whenever you post, like even if it's not like every single day, your stories are entertaining. When you post like on your actual page, it's always an LOL moment. Like I remember like the moment I knew I was going to actually be on a podcast one day. It was when you posted that Lisa Renner meme. And uh, and I'm not even a Lisa Renner fan for people that know, but you posted the meme. And I think it was like, uh, it was the part when on the episode where she said, it's 1130. And you made it the Destiny's Child meme. Da, I was da, like, da, da. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, dumb. <laughs> I was like, this is my kindred spirit. This is the stuff that makes me laugh. I need this. <laughs> so I promise y'all you will like. not regret it. It's, it's a community of like-minded people who just appreciate the same stupid, dumb yes. humor, ignorant I humor. Yeah, um, so yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And y'all, if you're listening to this, obviously you know where to find me. But I'm on all available platforms. Follow me on Instagram at Reality Comics Two. That's T O O. Also, if you enjoyed the content and you ever want to support me. I have a buy me a coffee, www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics2, the number two, because I said my name was too damn long. So y'all, this is Kendrick. That's been Joe Gunn, and we'll see you later. See ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple podcast or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at realitycomics2 t-o-o this is kendrick And I'll see ya! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. 
Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.